0: call this
1: thing Uh, i got it okay incredible new fantastic astonishing mighty original uncanny sensational podcast i'm just gonna put down infamous
0: So he has a little bit of an audio issue throughout the episode. Hello and welcome to Infamous, the audio podcast. This is Brandon or Mutilus on the forums. And hey, this
1: is Parker, go by Tweak on those forums.
2: This is Jeremy. I refuse to All right.
0: Well, thank you for joining us today. Uh, we've got a little bit of news for you today. And uh, we're gonna be rating some characters and a couple other fun questions we're gonna do later. So with that, Parker, why don't you take us into news? The news. 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 All right. So Jeremy's uh... just making an earthquake. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so so news today is uh, uh, is both uh uh just a laundry list of of skeletal information we don't have a whole lot of like meat but we do have a lot of bones uh we well, got big just news. quickly
0: uh give them i don't know if you know how we got this information are you aware I,
1: no i'm not aware how basically
0: Asmodee Day updated their their wish list and gift options for the holiday season and so because of that they released a, a upcoming product chart and so this isn't necessarily things coming out soon, but they gave us the list of product codes. And so this is everything from like uh, 38 through 50, basically. And so that's how we know these things are happening.
1: Do it, Do those codes respond to the order of release? So we do actually know what comes first? No, out there? they do not. Okay.
0: No. So we don't know what order these are coming out in, or even if these will be soon, but this is the product code list okay. and so we know these things will eventually be released and we know that a lot of them have been teased already we just don't we just now know for sure that these things will be released yeah
1: so uh i'm we're going to go just like just down the list here and uh, uh you guys feel free to stop me if you're excited you, or you want to woot at something uh, we don't uh, Again, we don't know a lot about what these things are rules-wise, mechanic-wise, box-wise. Some of them we have models for, some of them we don't. Um, uh, at least we don't have visuals for them yet. So what we know in terms of characters is Black Bolt, Medusa will be a box together. Um, Crystal and Lockjaw will be a box together. So those are the Inhumans we already had teased yeah. their models. Um, well,
0: only news is what the pairings are. That's yeah. the only news there.
1: Yep. Um, we know there's going to be some new uh, versions of old characters. Amazing Spider-Man. Yay! I'm so excited. Uh, he's going to come with Black Cat, so we get a Criminal Syndicate uh, character there. So,
0: just to clarify, Amazing Spider-Man is Peter Parker Spider-Man, right?
1: Yes, absolutely. So it'll be another now, Peter Parker.
0: In your opinion, is, Peter, is there ever going to be a clone Peter Parker in the game? Like, it'll say clone colon... Peter
1: Parker? <laughs> uh, well, no, it would probably... I remember it would, there was like a hundred car- Peter Parker clones. Uh, the, actually, the, if they ever do clone Spider-Man, which they do, they might do Clone Saga. It makes perfect sense. Because the, uh, uh, the the clone of Spider-Man that, that was super popular for a time, he had his own title for a while, was the Scarlet Spider. And his name was actually Ben Riley. That's the name he went by. So they will okay. probably do that alias if they do uh, uh, another Parker clone. And they, they likely will if they want to expand Web Warriors. It's a great way to go. But Amazing Spider-Man coming out. I'm really excited. I hope it's uh, it's more of a combat bouncy around and punch your face Spider-Man as opposed to a controlly Spider-Man. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, we also know uh, that... Well,
0: actually, I have more questions about Spider-Man. Parker. Oh, go ahead. Uh, is... Does Amazing Spider-Man... Obviously, that's the most common title for him. Uh-huh. Is that lean towards any particular version of him? Or you think it's going to be... Because I assumed that the original starter box was like the most generic Spider-Man we were going to get. And so this being Amazing Spider-Man surprised me because I thought the next Spider-Man we were going to get was going to be Symbiote Spider-Man. So I don't... I don't know if, with your knowledge of the comics, is there any... Do you just expect this to be a pretty generic version of him?
1: Uh, in Amazing and Sensational, like those are the two like main titles that have run the longest. And... um. Honestly, the Spider-Man in those comics was not—I never really considered him to be a a controlling type character. He's always been personified as more of a skirmisher, like bounce around and uh, you know bounce around the Mm -hmm. battlefield, untouchable because of his spider sense, and you know, you know, in one leap he's throwing something into your face and punching you and kicking you, and then he hits the ground right. Like that's like uh, oftentimes how he's portrayed in a lot of those, in a lot of amazing Spider-Man sensational Spider-Man, like action sequences. So making him a controlling character is fine. If you want to like pick one of the ones from the starter box to be a control character, cause he has the web lines and all that stuff. But um, I'm hoping this one is more of a, a skirmisher type is what I probably see because that's the way he's portrayed in a lot of those comics, but amazing and sensational doesn't have like a, there's not, like, a, a trademark version that goes into those titles. What,
2: okay. what so, I will say that is...
1: So that the, all right. So our spider is, like, the ability to throw the uh, books
2: the That's a spider mm-hmm. thing. That's a spider thing, He should
0: be, like, hold strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the web a on Peter Parker is actually... I think throws up to size 3, doesn't it? Hold on. Before I just say that out
2: loud, let me double but check. Yeah, even though that's the thing, when he's, playing, he's there, he's one of the strongest characters in the world. From Trunks and Cards, and it's, it's...
0: Yeah, he is really strong. Um, he can only throw size 2 stuff on the Peter Yeah, Parker so parents. I would Yeah, me. Mm-hmm.
1: one of the one of the things that a lot of the fluff is uh, at one point uh, I do not think it was Amazing Spider-Man and one of the in one of the titles uh, Dr. Octopus actually took over Peter's body for a while and uh, right after he does it, he actually decides, I'm going to be Spider-Man. I'm going to be Peter Parker and continue being uh, a hero. Even though I am Otto Octavius, I'm going to keep being Spider-Man. And so, the very first time he goes out on, like, patrol, he sees, like, a random guy, and he punches him in the face, and he basically takes his head off. And he's like, oh, yeah, god. <laughs> <that kills him laughs> like, and and he's just like, oh, my gosh. And he and he thinks about how many times he's been punched by Spider-Man. And as a uh, Dr. Octopus, he just had, like, a human skull. And he's like, Peter was pulling every single punch. Like, every punch he's ever thrown against me, he was deliberately trying not to kill me because he could have killed me instantly um, because that's how strong he is. So, um, like, pound for pound, Spider-Man is incredibly, incredibly strong. Um, But yeah. So, beyond uh, that news, uh, we have another box, which is, finally, we had War Machine in the original drop-off art and he's coming with a new version of Captain America... So we'll have a new Cap and War Machine coming together at some point. I Rocket was riding on the back on drop-off, and I was like, where's my War Machine? So I'm kind of excited. Uh, I wanted Iron Man more. I want, like, Extremis Iron Man so bad. I want a super cool Iron Man. I don't like this three-point turret thing that he is. Um, but maybe War Machine will be... I'm act- I Actually, I also wouldn't say it. I'm a little upset that War Machine is probably going to be what I want Iron Man 2.0 to be, but we'll see.
0: I hope they do a really cool model. We've seen a lot of visual effects on recent models like cable. uh And so I really hope there's like, uh, War Machine is like, has the minigun and is shooting missiles at people. Like, I hope it's really cool. War Machine is awesome. Uh, So, something real quick. Something real quick. I'm curious how they're going to handle the. uh, Because the box is named Amazing Spider Man and Black Cat on the teaser. But I don't know if it's going to be amazing Spider-Man on the the name of the card. I assume not because that'd be really weird. Because then all of the, um, all of the cards that reference Spider-Man wouldn't be usable with him. That'd be really lame. So uh, on the topic of the names of the characters, I assume we'll just have regular Spider-Man and regular Captain America because in the teaser. It just says Captain America, but I don't know if, because this was going to be the third Spider-Man, if they were going to freak out about it. But I'd really like to see, you could still use Uneasy Allies with the new Spider-Man, stuff like that. I hope that, that gets to stay the same.
1: They could also print like a rule on his card that says this character counts as Spider-Man. If it says Amazing Spider-Man at the top, I'm not sure. We'll see, I guess.
0: Um I guess that's true. Or they could do like the War Machine ruling. If Spider Man is anywhere in the name, it counts as Spider Man. Right. Because that was a rule from War Machine. If it was any part of it was in there, you're good. Yeah. And so they might go with that ruling because it's the same designers. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's the only thing I was worried about with Spider Man.
1: Uh so we also got some Marvel Knight characters. Uh Blade, everybody's favorite, um, half blood vampire. Moon Knight, everybody's psychotic vigilante. Um, Luke Cage and Iron Fist are going to come together as well. Uh, those are the last two defenders. Whoa, hold on. What's up?
0: Well, that's good. You just lumped all that together. <laughs> like, I was surprised you did that. Oh.
1: Well, I mean, they're the, they're the so, Marvel Knights, and we don't know anything about them, but...
0: Yeah, so Luke Cage and Iron Fist, we knew were coming out, and if you are even half awake, you realize they come together, because they're, like, best friends. right? And they're both unemployed right now
1: buddy uh, Robros,
0: <laughs> yeah so blade and moon knight were a little surprising blade specifically like i figured we were gonna get moon knight because he has a new tv show and since they're restarting the blade franchise i i thought there was a chance we'd get blade but he's pretty niche like obviously moon knight's pretty niche too but basically everyone with the tv show is gonna get a character so
1: i'm not too surprised with blade because the movies were not even though the movies are dated now they were not you know, totally poorly received as action flicks. A lot of people are familiar with. Blade oh no, they character. were great.
0: Um, yeah, but uh, I think it's kind of like judge dread. The comics of judge dread are very different than the movies. And so that's true. like, I fi- I thought blade was the same. Like it's, it's very different than just watching what Wep- Wesley Snipes murder people. Like it's right. very different.
1: Uh, yeah, the blade movies, I will, t- I, I will say for my own personal opinion, the blade movies are more entertaining than the blade comics, but that's my personal I love comics, but I think the late movies are great. Uh we'll see we'll see how uh, he is also currently an Avenger right now in the in the modern comics, so he actually has a lot of a lot of uh panel time right now in the Marvel universe, a lot more than they had before, which obviously is them also, you know, gearing people up for the movies, wanting him to be a more recognizable character. So he's showing up in MCP as well. Um we get uh the last two spider foes, uh Carnage and Mysterio. Whew, so excited for Carnage. I want him yeah. to be so scary. Man, oh man.
0: Yeah, I want him to be like so Venom is a nice brawler because he's he's really tanky and he hits pretty hard. I want Ve- I want Carnage to just be a murder bot. Like yeah. I want him to be like Wolverine but like hit hard.
1: <laughs> I I actually want him to be more like a um more like a um I'm just blanking on his name. Uh, Ebony. I want him to be not like Ebony Ball.
0: <laughs> not like oh. him. Uh, <laughs> you mean good? Corvus. Corvus Glaive.
1: I want him to be like a Corvus yeah. Glaive only with range. Because that's the thing is his arms are always like stretching out and doing cool stuff. So I hope he is. I hope he's I hope he's Corvus Glaive with range three. That would make me very satisfied. I hope he. Well,
0: Corvus Glaive's good attack is range three.
1: Uh, but he has to pay for it, right?
0: Yeah. yeah, right. I mean, obviously his strike isn't range three. Yeah. And so far, every symbiote has had range three on all attacks. Yeah. So I think that's not, that wouldn't be surprising. Yeah. So, um, uh, the thing that surprised me the most about these two is that they come together because I, the trend was every spider foe comes in their own box. And so I just assumed that was going to be the case. Yeah.
1: Um, and then of course we got She-Hulk and She-Hulk was, uh, also spoiled, uh, with a panel to play, so we know a lot more about her. We know she 's going to come with a new faction affiliation a force, which uh I felt bad i as soon as I saw a force I was like a force a force a force and I really struggled to remember what a force was, and I had to look it up and uh it is uh, it was apparently they really tried to put a lot of force behind it. They had some awesome writers, some great artists. Uh, for the comic book series A Force. It started out as a spin off from the um, last Marvel reboot that they did uh, with. Uh, war- is it Warworld? Doctor Doom. Yeah, Doctor Doom uh, remakes the Marvel Universe, c- grabs a bunch of universes, smashes them together into a single planet, and um, one of those. Uh, universes that he takes is a very matriarchal society and there, their version of the Avengers is an all-female version led by She-Hulk. So we already have a bunch of characters from A-Force uh, in MCP uh, like Wasp and um, Captain Marvel Medusa will be in there uh, soon. So we, will, we already have a bunch of people from A-Force but also She-Hulk might be the best Hulk. We'll see when we see her card but
0: Oh, I think it's already concluded. She's the best Hulk. Yeah. I can't imagine a world in which a 7 dice strike is not better than everything Hulk does.
1: <laughs> I am I'm she
0: has bodyguard.
1: Yeah. She also has bodyguard.
0: She has a lot of good stuff. She can spend 3 power to just roll like a 10 dice attack. Mm-hmm. Like that seems way better than Hulk. Yeah.
1: Uh I'm excited for her. She's a really cool Marvel Universe character. Been through a lot of different phases over the Over the comics, she kind of started off as a kind of a glamour model kind of thing. Very much a a, a ploy to get boys to read about a girl character because she was, you know, very, very effeminate. And she's changed a lot, become more empowered. And currently in the Marvel Universe, she doesn't even look like her model does in MCP. Now she is very Hulked out. She is the Hulk for the Avengers currently in the modern uh, Marvel 616 universe. She is the Hulk. She's not called She-Hulk. Um, and she's huge, and you know, talks like the Hulk, and really interesting character. So, um, excited to see her. So, did she like the and... Or
2: What? Uh,
1: well, basically, uh, it, actually, uh, I think I, yeah, I did a comic corner on the Civil War Two, uh, that event where, um, that, um, the Inhuman shows up; they can see the future very clearly, yeah. and so. During that event, uh, uh, they think they see that Thanos is coming to Earth, and so they confront Thanos, and Thanos just it basically puts her in traction, uh, just beats her body to a pulp. And while she is asleep, um, that Inhuman has another vision that the Hulk is going to snap. Like he's finally going to lose control, and he's going to destroy the Earth basically by himself, and nobody's going to be able to stop him. And so. The heroes confront Bruce Banner, and uh, while they're confronting him, it's revealed that he is doing experiments on himself, and in a split-second decision, Hawkeye decides to shoot Bruce through the head, kills him. Um, And so, She-Hulk wakes up, like, from this horrible trauma she's induced to find out that her cousin has been murdered by another one of her friends, and she snaps... And that starts a series of events that you can read about if you'd like. Uh, but uh, now she is, she's uh, a lot like the Hulk. You're you're correct that she absorbs radiation and she can absorb more power into herself. And that the destabilizing effects of all the trauma she's gone through recently mentally has basically manifested in when she hulks out, instead of being that that slim bombshell, like totally in control, empowered character, she is... Uh, very much kind of uh, a rampaging rager like the the traditional Hulk is. So, very angry lady. Very angry lady. Currently. Uh, the last bit of news. I know this has been a long news segment, but so many models. Uh, we have another ultimate encounter coming at us. I was wrong. I thought it was going to be the Phoenix, uh, along with Jean Grey. But apparently, the uh, next one on the docket is Dormammu. I've come to bargain. With your ultimate encounter. So, Dormammu, we're going to get some uh, Dormammu. D- does that mean we automatically get a Dormammu model? Or does it just mean we get an ultimate encounter? What does that mean?
0: Uh, I think it's just going to be an ultimate encounter. Because I don't know that Dormammu's going to have a model. Because he's, like, a planet. Right. I don't know. Yeah, he's kind of... It's like, maybe he'll come with, like, a beach ball with Dorm- Dormammu's face painted on Ooh. it. And you blow it up and hang it above the table. Uh... Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think it's just gonna be like a you. It's gonna be like a lot like the Ultron mission where you have to run around and like close portals and stuff and keep him from like invading the world. But um, or you'll have to defeat his like avatar lieutenant guys or something. I don't know. I doubt Dormammu will be uh like model you damage in the game. I highly doubt that.
1: Yeah, is this the first one like that? Because in the Ultron, you actually get to use Ultron's model, or you you can.
0: Yeah, no, all of them so far use the model. Yeah, so. This'll be interesting. Be, but this is also the first one that's been released as an ultimate encounter. All the other ones are model releases that have ultimate encounter rules. Right. Uh
1: and then finally we have something called a Sentinel's Raid. Do I I am this is actually a, the word raid is brand new to me. Sentinels of course are not there, the big robots that the X Men fight. But what is a raid? Do we know what this is? Has this been leaving? We, at we all? haven't
0: been told yet. Okay. Um this I expect to be a little bit more, like, after the um, uh, the next wave of X-Men, which is, like, the X-Force-looking guys. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think we'll see this for a while yet. But it sounds like it's going to be, like, a versus AI-type mission, where it's going to be, instead of an ultimate encounter, it's going to be more like, hey, two or three of us, we play all the mutants versus the sentinels, and we just play it out. And, like, the sentinels are, like, automated, kind of like the Ultron AI mission. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we don't know yet. I'm excited because, obviously, Sentinels are a big part of the, you know, X-Men storyline. So, uh, I want going to add I forgot to this uh, I, yeah, it it the Avengers game, right? Uh, oh, the so, X- ex- it, Oh, been- Okay.
2: Your little Miss Convert from the uh, Inhumans, right? What's her name? Something mm-hmm. called? What's her full name? I don't remember her name. Oh.
1: Oh, no. I'm so Ms. mad. Marvel? That, that, I Mark. can't. Um, yeah. The, the new Miss Marvel. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. I, I'm so mad that I forgot her she's
2: name. She's one of the primary Yeah. One of the that. first bad guys she fights as a demo almost. She's cool. the first one. It's the fucking Taskmaster, okay? So, mm-hmm. also, Modoc appears. Basically, what I'm telling you mm-hmm. is these motherfuckers have lined everything up with their IP, and because that game took an extra basically six months to get them out, this was going to line up perfectly, but it took so long to come out that we didn't mm-hmm. see it. It was like, who the fuck is Modoc? Why is he around? He's in the game. Castmasters in that game. Yeah. like The inhuman are in that game.
0: No, they definitely
2: yeah. do. I mean, it's totally mm-hmm. in there. I don't know how many other characters are in there because you know, I'm not that far away.
0: Well, like, I'm playing the Marvel Strike uh, phone game mm-hmm. right now. It's okay. It's a little, like, side-by-side, turn-based mm-hmm. uh, combat game. You, like, build up your characters and stuff. But, like, guess what is currently the event of the month? It's X-Men. <laughs> like, everything yeah. is on their entire like copyright is lined up to hit all at the yeah. same time. No, they're definitely like taking steps to make sure everything is done as well as possible. They want continuity among their entire universe. Yeah, it's all fascinating.
2: Ms. Marvel's okay. uh, first name is oh. Go ahead. Yeah.
1: Ms. Marvel's first name is Kamala. Kamala Khan is and that made so mad. Yeah, I almost I can't believe I forgot that.
2: You're the only expert there is. Okay. Yeah. Listen... You need to get that
1: on track. <laughs> Be ready. Yeah. Uh. So that was news. A lot of, a lot of news, but uh, it was a bunch of cool stuff coming up this year. I'm, I'm yeah, sorry.
0: mostly it's just confirming things we already knew, but we get to know like what comes with each other, and that's cool. Uh, The things we didn't know were obviously the Dormammu Ultimate Encounter and the Sentinels Raid, uh, and then Blade and Moon Knight. I don't think had been spoiled at all.
1: Did we know there was going to be um, a reprint of Spider-Man and Cap? I didn't think we knew that. We
0: did not. Those were new, but we I mean, we kind of expected, like, obviously the Avengers are probably all going to end up with two models at some point. The thing I'm surprised at is we're going to see three new hero models without seeing any new bad guys, and that's kind of surprising.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what I, I wondered. I wondered when... I, I think it's just... I, I, I wonder if we'll ever see them, actually. That's what I wonder, because you don't think one, they're
0: ever going to reprint a bad guy.
1: Uh, and this is why, actually, I, I don't know if they ever will, because uh, one like standard rule for all comic books is that there are so many more villains than heroes. Right. Because if you make Spider-Man, you've got to make a lot of villains for him or else people are going to see the same villain every issue. So there are so many more villains than there are heroes if you just like add them all up that I I wonder if they'll have infinite, you know, villains to choose from. But the heroes that that people glom onto, the the heroes that people focus on, they'll want to see them evolve like we saw them evolve in the stories.
0: Uh, So, so far, every reprint we've seen has come from the starter box, which isn't a surprise, because those were kind of like, learned to play the game with these characters. And so they're kind of, they're not like bad, they're just very simple. They're very straightforward in what they do, like, Peter Parker is 100% control. Uh, Captain America is basically 100% defense. Um, But someone we might see, because Spider-Verse is there, we might see the alternate Doc Ock, where we see the female Doc Ock from the movie. I think that could happen. Um, I do think we're going to see another Iron Man for sure, and I think we're going to see another Hulk for sure. Um, But I can't think of a villain right now that would get reprinted. Because Red Skull's, like, so never in, like, a real fight. Like, he's always, like, a background character. And Zemo's very not well-known, and his model was kind of, like, spot-on. Crossbones is also very un- un- unwell-known. Ultron, maybe? But I still don't see it. We got, a, we got an ultimate counter for him, but I don't, I don't know if we'll get more than that. Right, I don't think we'll ever see another character, or a reprint of and, Ultron.
1: And again, it's because... Villains rarely go through like those, you know, the traditional kind of power-up sequences that every character goes through, those ebbs and flows, those evolutions. We like to follow the heroes and the stories, and so the heroes often get those kind, that kind of attention where they're evolved and they're changing all the time and giving us new things to think about with their character or their powers or the their interactions with the world. But villains don't do that very often. Uh, in fact one of the only ways that we ever see that with villains is when they become heroes for a while and then that's that's how we get to see it we can it, it's even mm-hmm. it's difficult for us to read a comic purely about villains that just are villains all the time and villainous um it's it's not something that's very common or uh it's extremely popular which i don't think is the only way to do it i've seen i've read some awesome villain comics that were just about villains being very villainous but um we we like to see them be more heroes, and so you usually don't see characters change, villain characters change or evolve unless they become heroic.
0: But so what you're saying is Magneto's going to get a second ca- character in the game. Uh, I I, I, Magneto. I could
1: I could think I would definitely see a X Men affiliation Magneto happening because again he became a hero right so yeah he could become an X Men. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't see him being another Brotherhood character though.
0: I don't see that happening.
1: But, uh, all right. What's next? What's up next? That was news.
0: All right. So moving on to currently playing, um, I actually haven't gotten any games in since the last podcast, which makes me really sad. Although I think I have a game tomorrow, so that would be fun. Yeah. It's been Thanksgiving. You guys played any games recently? You built any, built any cool lists? I, uh,
1: I began. I began cracking the code on the X Men, and basically, I decided that I can't crack the X Men code. It's uncrackable. It is the impossible cipher. I just need to. I just need to put models with the X Men word on them and play them. I just need to like see what they do, which which makes okay. me a little upset. I want to just. I want to. I want the X Men to just fall in line, like like you know. I felt like Guardians and Web Warriors and those listed, they just like kind of made themselves or i was able to find things in the game that's gonna fit in them and i, I was excited about it but with x-men i'm just like i guess x-men and uh the uh, Avenger avenge vendors avenge i don't know i don't, I don't care I'm just, <laughs> I'm just gonna pull things and put things
0: maybe, maybe you're losing your touch
1: maybe maybe that's what it is maybe
0: you're just getting really bad at building this <laughs>
1: maybe that's what it is maybe
0: Jeremy, have you built any new
2: lists? Um, I have not. I I haven't done much since we played last. of okay.
0: Okay. All right. So that moves us on to hobby projects. Um, obviously, neither of you have painted any models because you're both heathens. <laughs> Uh, Jeremy because he's already painted everything And Parker because he's a bum A rich bum (laughs) I'm a rich bum Alright Personally I'm still working on finishing up my Magneto diorama Uh, And then uh, one of our locals John who I've talked about before is currently Painting a bunch of my terrain Because apparently I have four tables worth of terrain And I don't plan on ever Painting four tables worth of terrain So John's painting some of my terrain for me While I'm working on other stuff and so, hopefully they'll be ready soon so we can get some live t- uh, battle reports in with painted terrain. So that'll be fun.
1: A uh, little shout out to your diorama. It's looking awesome. Those The, the, mm, the, the pictures don't. you just sent me today, those last ones, I'm really excited about it, man. I think it's going to be cool.
0: Maybe. We'll see. Alright, moving on. Uh, we have from the forums, just a couple quick little um, rulings that came out. Um, It looks like currently, and I've never... Well, the reason I've always thought this ruling didn't work this way is just because of another thing that happens in the game. But someone was pointing out that uh, models on top of buildings should get cover. And the reason I assumed that was wrong was because of the, the, the interactions of... First off, you add your size to the terrain size. And so the intervening piece of terrain would have to be your size or larger. And so that was always really weird. But also, if you get pushed while on terrain, you ignore the train under you when placing the template. So I always just assumed, like, well, the, basically the train under you doesn't count. But the, the wording on the, the forums right now is that if you're on top of a piece of terrain, then that train will count as an intervening piece as long as it's at least your size or larger. So if you were able to get, like, a size 3 character on top of a car, that wouldn't give you cover because it's not big enough. But like, if you have a size three character like Ultron on top of a kiosk, then you would get cover as long as the opposing model is not within range two of you. And so that's cool because we have not been playing it that way. I don't know if other people have, but we haven't. Um, and then the, the other one that was kind of interesting that I hadn't thought about was Storm's leadership ability, which apparently is still broken, um, she can use the leadership ability to place a model that is activating within range 1 of a dazed model cuz it's still a legal model within range so you can't you can't place the dazed model but you can place a model within one of a dazed model which makes sense if you think about it i just hadn't thought about it
1: yeah i feel like her ability they printed that like yeah this is something that makes sense and then <laughs> that
0: was Definitely one of those well, I know how it works, so I'm not gonna worry about the wording kind of things uh-huh. where it's like like you have the like the mechanic the way it's supposed to work in your head. And so to you it makes sense, but to someone just reading it, it's not written tight enough to stop certain things from happening. And I think the moving to a days model is not necessarily against what they intended. But the being able to move to yourself is definitely unintended. Yeah. All right. So that's going to bring us to our main topic today, which is going to be rating Wakanda. A Bombay? Are you guys excited? Are you guys excited?
1: A Bombay? Yeah, I'm excited. I love Wakanda. <laughs>
0: well, I do not. So we'll see. <laughs> you don't. You don't. C- could could we? Could, I don't like things or people or places. Don't you like? But other than isn't
1: those. it just the one character though? I, I thought you you don't have a negative opinion about any of them really i've I've heard you suggest all of them except one to me so it's just is it just shuri
0: oh shuri i mean game mechanic wise there's only one i hate and it's shuri because she's super overpowered yeah i mean all four or excuse me all five wakandans are very good uh the i just don't like the aesthetic of wakanda the whole concept of like we have vibranium so therefore we are rich like makes zero fucking sense because they don't sell the vibranium so where are you getting the money it's like well they have vibranium it's like yeah but they don't give it to anybody like it's not how exports work it's not how economy works you don't just like, if i have a gold bar i still have zero dollars until i sell the gold bar for money They like people just don't understand that anyway yeah so I hate the whole concept of Black Panther like it's it's just stupid uh it's just their attempt to make Batman and I get it and the movie was fun it was it was a good action movie, and the characters were all cool and it was acted well, but like the concept I also hate Batman Batman is a stupid character like like i just i hate Batman type characters basically I don't know and the fact that they're rich without selling anything makes good no stuff anyway, you just don't understand it.
2: Don't worry about it. You still get
0: it. Yeah, I don't get it. It's just, the logic isn't there. Also, because you have a metal that is indestructible, means that your technology, while not interacting with other people, skyrockets somehow. That also makes no sense. Like, the fact that a very small percentage of people developed super advanced technology in a very small region makes no sense when their only extra resource that they have over other places is an indestructible metal. makes no sense. Yeah. In terms
1: of hard sci-fi, it is tough to sell.
0: Yeah. It's It's definitely a bad hard sci-fi anyway. Uh, So we're going to be rating just the original four Wakandans. We're not going to be rating storm storm's going to be rated with the X-Men because we basically have to put the characters in one faction and obviously, if you're a leader of a faction, you need to be in said faction yeah. as part of the rating. So so we're rating uh, Shuri, Okoye, Black Panther, and Killmonger. Uh, so where would you guys like to start? Do you guys have any particular opinions? Uh, I... No? Okay, great. Yeah. So we'll start with Okoye. Yeah, I was going to say, start at
1: the top <laughs> of the list here,
2: yeah.
0: Okay, so I'm going to pull up Okoye's card. Alrighty. Uh, So, Koye is a two-point character that has four health on both sides. She's threes across the board, speed medium, size two. Uh, Her strike is typical of a, like, weak character's two dice physical, gain power for damage. She has a range four, four dice energy attack, which is pretty cool. Gives her one energy, or one power for using it. Vibranium Spear Thrust, range two, five dice, costs four, has Pierce and Flurry. Not bad, a little pricey. Uh, she has Bodyguard, which is the usually the main reason you take her. Uh, she has an ability that lets her reroll one die when attacking or defending. And she has Martial Arts, which is on a lot of characters. She's exactly the same on the backside. side. Uh, so, Parker, why don't you tell me what you think about this character's offensive capabilities? Um,
1: I actually think she has, for a Bodyguard-type character, she's got um, a fair amount of utility um not sorry not you not utility not a fair amount of utility she's got exactly bodyguard and then she can do some damage i think you should expect her to do something during the game um we were talking about her in wakanda but i actually think she's strangely enough her offensive kit is actually one of the best for uh cabal of all things because her spear blast is an energy attack that gets her one uh power so she's going to get two if she does damage she always rerolls one dice when she does it um so she's an interesting kind of, like, throw-in bodyguard for Cabal. I've stared at her for Cabal a bunch. I've wondered if she's uh, worth two points. Why Cabal
0: ball. over other factions?
1: Uh, well, just because the Cabal likes having... Uh, it's, there's a lot of efficiency to a character that's going to re-roll anyway, so they don't lose out on some of the Cabal cards. And you're gaining one power when you attack. Um, because if you get, automatically gain a power when you're attacked, you don't have to hit to get a power. I
0: understand the mechanics. I'm just saying why Cabal.
1: What do you mean? If you understand the mechanical like, interaction, why does why she do need two
0: power? Why... No, I'm just saying why is she only good in Cabal? No, I'm just saying or why is she especially good in
1: Cabal? No, I'm just saying the be- I-, I think her offensive kit is good in an offensive faction. Um, I think it, I just I think it just makes sense in that faction because that faction likes to see these kind of attacks. I just think it's just interesting in that way. I think it's interesting for a two point character. She has three different attacks and one of them is a range for energy. I think vibranium spear thrust is five dice. Uh, it does have one reroll. And you, so you might get the wild a little bit more often, but I don't know if you reroll for the wild and in Wakanda with the uh, team ability, you can get a reroll also. Uh, so I think vibranium, vibranium spear thrust looks bad because it only has five dice for four, but in Wakanda, I think you might hit the... Onokoye in Wakanda with Shuri and, and their ability and General of Dora uh, Mihai, I think you will see it happen a little more often. Um, no, not Malahe. Um, so I think she's uh, yeah, deceptively... Yeah, I didn't even try. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, I think it's, yeah, it's Dora Malahe. Um, I'm pretty sure it's not a hard J. But the... Um, I think she is deceptively um, stronger than she appears. I think she actually does more work offensively than a regular two-point character. Uh, She's not quite Nebula, um, but she's pretty close, actually, to a Nebula, I think. Um, The only thing she doesn't have over Nebula offensively is the higher speed.
0: Higher speed and the rerolls.
1: But she still has Um, at least one reroll, and in the faction she might have
0: more. Well, she has one re roll versus all re roll. Like that's that's obviously a lot better. Um she's a lot easier to kill. Well, I guess not. So, um she's a three 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 with one re roll versus a three three two with one re roll and regenning a hit point. And uh Nebula has one extra health.
1: And uh Koye has martial artists um, too.
0: Martial artist isn't nothing. It's pretty noticeable, actually. Um, doesn't Nebula have stealth? Or am I just making that Nebula up? Nebula does not have stealth. No stealth? Okay.
1: I actually think, when you put a... I don't know, I just... good.
0: Well, I was just going to say, when I was bringing up the Cabal thing, why, I, when I'm saying why does she want to be in Cabal, is, it's not like... Like, Hela wants to be in Cabal, because she has a perfect energy expenditure... With the bonus from the faction ability. As we're Koye... Like, yeah, if you throw two spear blasts and gain four power, now what? Like, what has she done with that? It's ma- it's gotten to let her use bodyguard an extra time if she damages with both spear throws. But she's not moving to stay with her bodyguard target. I don't know. I think it's unlikely that her being in Cabal actually ends up benefiting her a lot. Um, obviously, her in Avengers is just better. Because she gets to bodyguard for one. So that's obviously really good. Um, her her offense specifically though. Um, is a little deceptively good. Because her big attack is actually threatening. Because of the uh, re-roll on offense. Uh, giving her basically an extra die on all of her attacks. Unless you get unlucky with your rolls. Um, that being said. She's still pretty low on dice. Um. The reroll can't produce a crit, so it is worse than having an extra die. Um, it's also vulnerable to skulls. Alright, so... Jeremy, what do you think for numbers on Okoye?
2: For offense. For offense. Offense. Um, so... i, I do Four... Four? I do not like the boy. I don't think that she. Four seems very
0: high. You think? I was going to say two or three well, was think what I was, so was going
2: to say. I she does have three roles. Um, I do think. Okay, I think, so. I think that she will get a couple wounds in because of her roles and her abilities. So that's better well, than sure, just... but most characters well, well, no, not necessarily. A four without any roles isn't good anything. Like, she at least has the ability to get a re-roll um, which is better than other two pointers than other four I, I, I could live with a three or four I just don't think she's that easy.
0: I don't think she's a four I, I think she's a three at okay. best um, the re-roll is obviously worse than extra die but it's better than not having the extra die at all um, Parker what do you think?
1: Uh, I think if uh, if we rated Nebula, who's a very similar, like, very similar uh, uh, set of attacks. I think if we rated Nebula with a conditional set of rerolls at a 6, um, the only, I think, downside Okoye has, the really downside, is that sometimes she will have less rerolls and she has less speed on the offense. I believe she cannot be lower than a 4. Uh, I would like her at a 5. But...
0: I would say she's I, I think you're insane. <laughs> so, we rated Nebula a six because she can roll a six dice attack with four re-rolls. That was the only reason Nebula got a six. As where this character cannot roll six dice and cannot re-roll all of her dice. Like, she does neither of the things Nebula does to get a six.
1: But she does have... So, there's... But if she rolls a wild... Go ahead. If she, has, if she rolls a wild she's automat she's a rolls if she rolls a wild on her attack and she has rerolls and in the faction she has more rerolls if she rolls a wild in her attack but
0: those rerolls aren't free like she has to spend for those rerolls sure but if she which does which means you have that means you have 5 power invested in a single attack on a bodyguard model like I don't see that happening very often like this is like groot in my opinion like she's never going to use this attack so it's very unlikely to matter like, how is she going to get I more power the- and be
2: alive? And be alive. That's the main issue I have. Is uh, you know her basic stats, she gets to her four dies, and she will be squished by any attack in the game. Basically, if you focus on her at all, she dies. Yeah, she's not.
0: She's not Captain America. Where Captain America is actually not taking damage from said attacks like she's taking damage and so i think she can get to four power but like it's a short range attack she's not mobile to get in to use it so like she if she has starts her turn with five power moves and strikes you she's worse off than or than an average character with charge still because the character with charge is spending less power and getting the same amount of attacks and not wild dependent.
1: The fact that it's dependent on a wild to become much stronger than it normally is. is, is kind of the same problem we have right. with Gamora. Uh, Gamora got got okay when she got wild. And Okoye, I think, has the same problem. She gets okay if she gets wild. So, um, the fact that I, I think... Playing her as only a bodyguard and she's just an extra 8 health for your other characters is actually the wrong way to play her. I think she she should contribute more to the game than that. But I think all characters should contribute more than just adding health to some other characters. So I want to give her... uh, I'm willing to go down from a 5 to a 4, but I still think she's a 4. Because I don't think you get three different attacks, one of them being energy... Uh, with four dice and a reroll and the vibranium spear thrust, yes, it's a corner case. You may not get to use it, but if you do and you roll a wild, you're hitting so high out out of your weight class for a two point model. Her ceiling is so high. No. I don't think that for a ceiling that high on a two point model. I, I just looking at offense right now, not considering how often she's going to use it, but just looking at on her offense, then I think she has offensively a four. But you guys, you guys can call her a three. I, I think she's
0: offensively a four at least. Uh, Okay, so I definitely think her Vibranium spe- Spear Blast, the ranged attack, is definitely her best attack. Even though mm-hmm. her other one has potential to do a lot more damage, you're very rarely going to have four power to spend on it because she's a bodyguard. Um, And she's going to be doing her job as a bodyguard. Uh, She's going to most of the time have to move because she's not mobile. And so you're going to be making one attack around usually unless you trigger the flurry, she's probably going to do the spear blast to gain a power so she can afford to bodyguard. That's, that's her script normally. And sometimes she won't have to, and sometimes she'll get to use the spear thrust, but being that it's wild dependent, like everyone's rolled five dice and not gotten a wild, yeah. like it happens very often, even with the reroll, it doesn't change the map dramatically. It's just a little bit better. Right. I don't know. I, I don't see the four. I understand that she hits harder than, like, your average two-point character. But of characters in the game, she has to spend four power to roll more than four dice. That's never going to do a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. Like, her ability to spike, which is where the majority of damage is dealt in a game, is when you spike high to get through someone's defense. She has very little ability to do that outside of a lot of power and a lot of luck. And so I don't see her getting to a four. I think she's a three. But, Jeremy, are you still holding at a four?
2: Um, I'll give her it- a I mean she does okay. have some but possible. But I don't think it'll happen, but it is possible.
0: Yeah. I'm overruled at a four, so she's getting a four. Okay, so that's gonna bring us to defense. So defensive ability of Akoye, She got a twenty four on our defensive matrix. All right. So, obviously she's 3s across the board. She has noticeably below average hit points. Uh she gets martial artist and she can reroll one defense die. Uh she does not get to do that against uh dodges or anything weird. She just gets it on defense rolls. So, what do you think, Parker? What do you think about her defensive capabilities?
1: I think uh I think like functionally with a health total that low, her all her abilities and her dice basically just let her take two attacks instead of automatically taking one attack and dying. I th- I feel like that's... Unless your opponent, you know, uh, obliges you and rolls horrible uh, dice, one good attack may not get her, uh, but two good attacks and she's gone. Like, then, the, the, so that's...
0: Well, yeah, I want to say that a lot of people think that Martial Artist is really good, but they're used to playing against Black Widow. Mm. This character doesn't have stealth. right, And so... Martial Artist is not going to happen nearly as often. Uh-uh. And so I think she's, going to, she's very likely to go down to a single ranged attack, I think. Yeah. Like, it. Well, not likely, but lo- very susceptible to a single high damage ranged attack. Like mm-hmm. one die spike and she's gone. Yeah. So the one die reroll is not going to keep her on the board. And I can tell you from playing Web Warriors, like, the one reroll does not save you very often. Because it's no. still like a three and eight. With skulls happening because she doesn't get the ability to reroll skulls, and that actually matters.
1: Yeah, I would say that if she's um, if she's getting all of her defensive rules, she might take two attacks, but that's like all she gets is, you know, that. That's the only kind of positive to her. So,
0: yeah. Uh, let's see. What does the defensive matrix say? I'm checking here.
2: Sort by AL.
0: She is the eighth worst character on defensive matrix being that she's a two point character and all of the other two point characters are in the top five. That doesn't seem great. Yeah. Uh, obviously it doesn't take into account martial artist or her reroll, roll um, But that's still pretty bad. Um, I think, uh, are you guys ready to throw out some numbers? Yeah. What do you think Parker?
1: Um, I want to say probably a, this feels really low, but I think functionally what you get for her defensively is a three. I want to see that's probably correct.
0: Um, so a three would be a three, a character with like 10 health and threes across the board. That's what we've established is the three. So you think her martial artist and her one reroll is worth two hit points.
1: Hmm. is that worth two hit points
0: I mean let's not lie about anything here her best defensive ability is getting dazed Yeah, like that's the best thing about her card is that you have to attack her yeah I was
1: gonna say So, um, is is she really a two
0: I mean I could see an argument for a three because of the reroll and the the martial artist but I think it's just barely a 3 if she is. I don't know how she So name name like 10 characters worse than her on defense. You can't. Can you? No. Like the rating says that she's the 8th worst, like I think that's a 2. Yeah. I'll read you the characters worse than her. How about that? And then if we think all of the characters worse than her are 2s, then we'll say she's a 2. Sure. We have Rocket Raccoon, Ebony Maw, MODOK, Gamora, Spider-Man, Hulk, Hawkeye. All of those characters are pretty squishy when compared to other characters in the game. Uh, here, I'll sort this by ignoring point cost. That will actually give us a more true representation of what we're looking at right now. Because we're not rating her on point cost, we're rating her on overall ability. She's the third worst character ignoring point cost. Rocket Raccoon and Hawker are the only ones worse. She has slightly better defensive rules than they do.
2: But not by a lot. Hmm. I mean, she's a bullet catcher. Do you keep two power, so she catches bullets, and then what? She dies. I mean, you, there's no way to keep her alive aside from what—putting like, an additional bodyguard in there. What is Captain America bodyguard? So then she—yeah, I'm gonna bodyguard. bodyguard my bodyguard. I mean, what the fuck? Like she's horrible. She's there. T- her existence in the
0: game is to give two or three more hits to an important character yeah. that's her job and so i think she does her job but that doesn't mean she's hard to no. kill yeah so i'm seeing two parker said three jeremy what do you say uh, two. To you. two two it is that's gonna bring us to support uh so obviously she's actually pretty good at support Um, She gives uh, bodyguard for people around her, which is great. But unfortunately, that's the only thing she does. But bodyguards are pretty awesome support rule, So Uh, I think she's, I mean, we all know what bodyguard does. So I think she's at least a four on on support. I was going to say exactly four, four, actually. I can be talked up slightly because for two points, adding a bodyguard to your list is a very powerful effect. So four is the floor. Jeremy, do you think she's higher than a four? Okay, so she's a four. That was easy. Control, she has absolutely no control effects, so she's a one. Uh now we move on to roll. I think she's obviously a defender. Does anyone disagree? No argument this is here. When you say yes or no? No. Okay. Okay. So now overall rating. She's a four two four one defender. Hmm. That costs two points.
2: I, I never once put her in a list as an alternate to any other two players. Never once. I've looked at her a few times. I've tried. It doesn't
0: work. <laughs> but you, to be fair, you play like criminals and cabal mostly. Yeah. Like obviously, she doesn't. I don't think fit in those lists. Uh, I think she's great in some lists. Um She's one of two support characters that cost two points. It's like basically her and Wong, and so she's more proactive, and Wong is more passive. Um... Parker, do you have anything else to say about her?
1: Um, I think she's she's oftentimes uh, when I'm building lists, she's she's always on my list of uh, of, I, of maybe this goes and take, maybe she takes a slot, but she always gets pushed out by somebody and i think it's maybe mm-hmm. it's just because uh i i value bodyguard lower than some other effects and if maybe if i played with bodyguard a whole bunch i'd be like ah bodyguard's so op i got to have this 2 point model because she's not 4 points like a lot of the other bodyguard effects so mm-hmm. um i think uh you know if you if you i think her rating goes up if you value bodyguard i just don't very much so my rating for her is probably going to be lower than i think some folks uh because she definitely makes uh my list of possible includes, but she barely rarely hits a roster because I feel like she up.
0: made I feel like she made a lot of rosters when people were just throwing stuff together. But I think that when people take time to actually sit down and think about all their options, she ends up getting cut for something else. Mm. <coughs> Excuse me. Um so Parker, what do you think you're gonna rate her? I
1: think um Overall, what I would rate her, and I, I feel like I just got to go with mouthfeel here on what I like about Bodyguard, probably she's a two-point Bodyguard on a stick, so I think that probably deserves uh four. Uh, I think she's probably a four because she's a two-point Bodyguard on a stick, but she has nothing else that's exciting really about her, and a lot of other two-point characters edge her out. So four.
0: I was going to pretty much agree with you. I was going to say between three and four.
2: Um, Jeremy, what do you think? Uh, I guess a three just based on what she can do. Um, Yeah. So I'll land right in the middle. Three. All
0: right, so we have a three and a four. Um, I'm going to round down to a three with my opinion. I'm going to say three and push it down to a three because i think that she doesn't make a lot of lists which would generally mean that on the whole people don't like her very much uh i would have been happy with a four but i I think it's probably more true to a three for what parker said earlier is a lot of people don't value bodyguard very often and having one character's entire purpose to stand within range two of another character or multiple other characters grouping up in general is really hard to do in this game and so that that probably diminishes her a lot of her effectiveness all right. So, moving on, that's going to bring us to Shuri, the broken model of the faction. Uh So, here we go. What fresh hell is this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I'm sorry. I lo- okay. I love how much you hate her. <laughs>
0: Uh so Parker, I wanna tell you a quick story when we when we're getting ready to rate this character. Okay. I've gone back and forth with Richard, one of the other people who plays this game a lot in our area, and he has defended Shuri repeatedly to me, while I constantly vote that she should be banned from the game. <laughs> and admittedly I've never put her on the table because I, I look at her card, I'm like, that's not balanced. Why would you why would you ever play with this model? It's super broken. Um so, I'm just going to say that recently we have, it has been said from Richard to me, if you erase everything on her card after Panther Gauntlets, she'd still be played. <laughs> so, <laughs> I want you to keep that in mind as we read this card. Yeah. All right. Uh, Shuri is a three point Wakandan with five health on each side. She is speed medium, size two, threes across the board on defense. Panther Gauntlets. Uh, I believe this is a misprint. It's probably been errated, but we'll, I'll just read it as is on the card. Uh, energy attack, range five, six dice, zero power cost. Uh, if this attack would deal one or more damage, it deals one damage instead. After the attack is resolved, comma, space, push the target away short. Uh, no restrictions, just after you've declared an action against somebody. And then after the attack is resolved, this character gains one power. So it's a ga- gaining attack, but not gain per damage. Uh Sonic Crush. Uh, keep in mind, this is a three-point model as I read this. Uh, energy Attack. Range 2, 7 dice, cost 4. Acid Attack Resolve, Target Gains Stun. No restrictions, just Gains Stun. Uh, on a wild, you stagger them. Cool. All right, moving on. Uh, reactionary Superpower, cost 1. Super Genius. Uh, when this character is attacking, it may, sp- it may use this superpower. During the Calculate Success step... If it does, it may choose to count blocks instead of hits as successes. So it's very similar to the ability that uh, Killmonger has that we'll read later. And then she has upgrades. Reactionary superpower, cost X. After another allied character within range four of rolls attack or defense dice, this character may use a superpower. If it does spend up to three power for each power spent, the attacking or defending character may reroll one die. Okay, uh, And then also, head of Wakanda R&D, uh, whenever this character rolls dice after the effect is resolved, it gains one power if it rolled at least one skull. And she is identical on the back. So, um... The thing that we've most recently come up with this character is the reason that she offends me so much is primarily do... Does the ability to re-roll a lot of dice or gain power for rolling a certain result, remind you of another character. Like, I don't know, Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. So, like, she's got a very similar power set as Doctor Strange, who's two points more than her. And her attacks are almost as good as Doctor Strange's attacks. Mm. Like, obviously, Doctor Strange has the ability to do a lot more damage, potentially. But, like, if this character didn't have Sonic Crush she'd still be a three-point character. If this character didn't have any of her three abilities, she'd still be a three-point character. You could even argue if you take away all three of her superpowers, she'd still be a three-point character. Like, the problem is this character should just be a four-point character, and that's the problem. Mm. Like, that's my problem with her in general. There's no justification that a three-point character has a seven-die energy attack that staggers and stuns. That doesn't make sense on the progression that we've seen through the other characters in the game. Mm -hmm. She's just super overtuned. She has way too much that she can do. Like, how many characters can you think of that you can add to your roster that gives your entire faction squad re rolls, regardless of what allegiance you're playing? Like, it doesn't make sense. Oh, and only Zemo for
1: power on Zemo is the
0: only character that can give re rolls, and he does it within range two, not four, which is like one eighth of the physical space on the board. And he can only re roll a single die. As we're, She can do it out to range four and re-roll up to three dice. She also automatically pushes people with a range five attack that costs zero power. Regardless
1: of size, that always blows me away.
0: Yeah, regardless of size. It makes no sense. And she gains power for doing it. It should cost power to make that attack. It's fucking stupid. The, and a lot of people say, well, it can only do one damage. Like, but it doesn't need to do damage. Mm-hmm. Nothing about their attack requires damage. If she had to deal damage to push people... I would say it's not nearly as bad. But the fact that she's just rolling six dice for the hell of it. Like, why? Why isn't it a four dice attack? It doesn't make sense. It gives you
1: more chance to proc Wakanda R&D. So you get two power from it.
0: Yeah. Oh, no. Like, like, oh, no. Or it gets you a chance to randomly deal damage to someone you have no business dealing damage to. Like, how is Bullseye a character when this character exists? Mm-hmm. Because she has a longer range attack. That has a better damage type, and is more likely to deal one damage than Bullseye is. I don't
1: understand how it's range five. Like, even on top of all those things... Yeah, it doesn't just make like, sense. in general, why does she get to shoot as far as Hawkeye or Rocket get to shoot? Like, that doesn't make any... Yeah. Like, that, that's the... Pro- it's just silly. Yeah, in the game, like, if the game mechanic is supposed to mirror the comics at all, a lot of her rules are okay, they're a stretch, and they're too much, but they're okay until I saw range five, and I was like, why... Why would she get to be a sniper yeah. with these things on her hands? Like, I don't get it.
0: So remember how we talked about how black dwarf will never get to Magneto. How will any character ever get to her in a one V one? Like she just automatically wins a flank by herself. Mm-hmm. You'll never get to her. She'll double push you with range five attacks. And because she gets to choose the angle of push, she'll just push you in a way that you'll end at like exactly range five away. And then she'll push you outside of range five with her second attack you'll never get to her with a regular att- with a regular character you have to have like zemo to go get her and then even then you're gonna get there with one attack and not kill her and then she'll push you away again it's so silly or she'll just sonic crush you and fucking one-shot you mm. because it's a seven die attack it's so stupid Eh. anyway yeah how do you feel about being stunned and staggered and pushed twice like that seems great i guess not pushed twice just push once but still Alright, so now that I've ranted, let's talk about numbers. Uh, So, Shiri's offensive capability. uh, If she didn't have Sonic Crush, it'd probably be like a four. But with Sonic Crush, it's just like you can't... You're punished for getting close, you're punished for staying away. I don't know what you're supposed to do against her. She has the best damage type on both of her attacks. And she can generate enough power to use her big attack. Her
1: mobility doesn't matter because you have to come to her and she just stands there and does all her things too. Like,
0: she doesn't even need mobility. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you just... If you have her, you just wait for your opponent to activate someone, you move once and shoot them on turn one. And they don't even get to contest in a scenario piece on turn one. Like, it's so stupid. Alright. Jeremy, what do you think for a number on Sherry?
2: I can't go lower than a six. I mean Sonic Crush is crazy. Three point character with a stagger and a stun and a seven die attack is pretty silly.
0: Auto stun and auto push on her different mm-hmm. attacks. Stagger, obviously you need the wild, but she's holding fucking seven, seven dice. Like it's it's attacks. pretty uncommon, yeah. Parker?
1: Um I think she's it's weird. Uh, for one of the things about her, that's so she's not going to, if you get there, yes, she can one-shot you with a seven-die attack. That's definitely not something you can discount. But also her regular attack, even though it only does one damage, it's going to happen, like you said, the very first turn of the game, and then every turn after that. She's always doing it. Like you're taking, and because it's so many dice, she is actually causing that little bleed effect constantly. To say nothing of the push, she's actually contributing a fair amount of damage if she only she ever does is the strike <laughs> that's all she does um like it's not a terrible amount of damage to do two every turn somewhere on the board at range five so I do I think she might need more I think I don't want to put her up there with rocket at a seven now ah man, I don't think she has actually belonged there, so I'm gonna actually call her a six because I just don't think she, i don't think she quite pierces through the level of nonsense that rocket is but man it's close i
0: I think i agree i the the limit of one damage definitely keeps her lower but i think she's she's got to be a six because she's it's so hard for her to do zero damage like Mm -hmm. almost impossible for her to do zero damage yeah and her range lets her engage people from so far away all right, so moving on to defense, uh, she is semi unremarkable on defense, with the exception that she gets to do it from so far away, and so she enters the game at our generic three rating.
1: Uh, we do usually uh, use tactics cards; we care about those, and she can play the Wakanda card to give her and everyone around her DR. She usually doesn't. It's true. She usually doesn't. She's not always the one who uses it because she has to be kind of up closer. Because uh, the radius around you. Uh, and she also likes to have power on her to power the the rerolls. So it's usually T'Challa that's doing that. Black Panther is usually the one who's casting it. But she can give herself and everyone around her um, damage reduction. Which might just make her give her one more point, probably. But I don't think it gives her two more points. But it is something.
0: Yeah, I think that's probably fair. Jeremy, do you have any thoughts?
2: Um, I agree with all of that. Um, I, if you count her card, I guess that brings her to maybe a 4, but I, I, I'm comfortable with a 3.
0: I think she's a 4. Uh, between the combination of the damage reduction card potential and also the just the distance she'll be away from everybody, because like from a positioning standpoint, anyone that gets close to her is just giving her the opportunity to shoot them and push them away. Like, the amount of actions they will have to invest to even be able to attack her is really frustrating. Um, so, I, I think I'm happy with the four. Uh, so, moving on to support. This is obviously her big one. Um, no one has an ability like upgrades. Upgrades is silly good. Mm-hmm. No one has anything like that. And then again, vibranium shielding doesn't uh, work. You remember... Go ahead. Sorry the the thing that I find extremely frustrating about it is it's not faction reliant. It's, it's nothing. It's just anyone within four gets to reroll dice for one for a power. Like that's better than the black Panther faction ability. It's on offense or defense. Uh, it's just crazy. I don't know.
1: And also the, the same card we just talked about the vibranium shielding. It also works in aura around her. So that's another support effect. And, uh, it only works in Wakanda, but it's not nothing as a support effect, too. It's true. <laughs>
2: I'm, I, I'm I'm looking at her thinking of Wong kind of hanging out back with her just feeding her power. Just for rerolls.
0: Well, the, th- the silly thing is you don't really need to. Like, she generates enough on her own. Yeah, yeah
2: that's true.
0: So Vibranium Shielding is, uh, Shuri or Black Panther can spend X power, uh, no more than five, and the range is equal to the amount of power spent. This round, this character, and allied characters while they're within range X of this character gain invulnerable as an innate superpower, which is reduce incoming damage by one to a minimum of one. Same thing that Iron Man has, uh... I mean, the card is a little bit, because obviously you have to spend the investment of the card slot and actually take it. But uh, the ability to have potentially two characters to play it is handy. Um, There's also a ton of other cards she can play because she generates so much power. Um, I don't know. I think she's, at absolute minimum, she's a five on support. Like, upgrades alone gives her, I think, a five. It, It might even be higher. There's not many support abilities better than upgrades.
1: I value you know like it's been said many times on this podcast. I value rerolls so much, um, so I, I I actually wanted to say she is probably a seven, um, and I think it's because her like you said she gets to play so many cards herself. Vibranium Shielding is an amazing support card. Uh, so there's, it's an amazing defense card, and then the fact that it it helps others. I I think because if it was just that rule on her card that she could spend power to and give it to other people, I think that's a pretty strong tax. And it was a strong enough tax that she's not going to get to do it very often. But because just she, she has a ridiculous power gaining attack, a range five, so she's getting such consistent power, and she has a passive power gain mechanic, I, um, I think she it's she's going to use that so much, and vibranium shielding, I think it's total of seven. I think is what I'd put her at
0: support. Jeremy, thoughts?
2: Yeah, I think upgrades is kind of crazy. Um, I can't... I, yeah, I want to land on 6, but I'll break the tie by saying a 7. Um, because upgrades is so stupid, and she has the power to actually do it a lot. Which is different than a lot of characters who have cool stuff that they'll never be able to do. Like, she's able to do that with so much of her stuff. Like, she just comes not get. It.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I think I'm going to vote a 7 as well. Um, upgrades is just so crazy good. There, There's no comparison. Like, Just look at uh, winging it on the, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, You have to spend a tactics card to get uh, re-rolls, but it's no more than two per individual roll, and you can only use them for that round. And so unless you get attacked, it's impossible for you to even use all of your rerolls. As where it's possible for her to give that out every round as well. Like the amount of... She's only going to get probably a maximum of four power a turn. But it's just silly. You can also play her in Avengers and end up reducing the cost of that by one every time. And so she can spend one power to give two rerolls every turn. Like just do the math on that. Like how stupid is is, that? Because it's not faction based.
1: But is that how that works? Is it X power cost? Subtract one?
0: To a minimum of one. So you'd you have to use it to reroll uh, at least two dice. Oh my gosh. Thank God it says minimum one. Because yeah, if not, that's... it's just one free reroll every turn. It'd Jeez. be so dumb.
2: And I mean, look at the bubble that yeah, is. Yeah, like... That would make complete sense if that was just yeah. a two-inch. You know, she has to be near them to do it. Yeah. No, it's like a fucking eight-inch bubble. Mm-hmm. That's insanely huge.
0: Yeah, it's silly big. Okay, so we put her at a 7. Moving on to Control, which uh, she's also fucking insane-o at. (laughs) Yeah, I Uh, I actually
1: want to rate her her higher. None
0: of the... Real quick. Yeah, I know. None of the web warriors can just zero-cost attack move you for free. Mm -hmm. Guaranteed. None of them do that. Her attack here is so much better than impact webbing. It's silly. It has no maximum size for pushing. It automatically pushes and it's range five, and it's energy. It's way more likely to deal damage. It also generates power. Then her her big attack does stun and or stagger. And then she also has, um. what was that? I thought she had something else. Is that it? No, that's it. Poor baby. Oh, and she, oh, sorry. I forgot, we, we didn't mention on her offense the reason she gets a six. She can choose to use blocks instead of hits if she gets a weird dice roll. Yeah. Which happens. Like it does happen. You'll roll like three hits on a fucking attack but like, oh never mind, I'm good. Yeah, anyway. Um I mean she's at least as good as Ghost Spider on control, right? Probably way better.
1: Yeah. I actually put Ghost
0: Spider at. I'm just curious. We put her at an eight. Oh my god.
1: Uh, I actually want to. If you are we, are, we ready to start the bidding on this one? I feel like we've talked about it. Right
0: I now. mean, we've talked about the abilities. Is there it, the? I will say that positioning wise, people think that push short away is only like they don't think of it as the ability to use it correctly. Like it's not just the fact that you can push people away from you or off of points. You can also set up other people very easily. Like let's say you've got Killmonger and he doesn't have enough power to charge. If you see someone near him is already activated, you can move her into a better angle and push them into Killmonger. So that way he can double attack them. Like, there's all kinds of stuff you can do with board positioning that I think a lot of people don't think about when they see her. Like, her ability to sit in the back and anyone who's, like, trying to get close to points, you just push them into your, like, kill zones of other characters. It can be really good. Uh, But yeah, Parker, hit me with some numbers. I actually
1: want to call her a 9-9. And the only reason why um, she's not a 10 is she has to attack to do it. So she's not going to be able to control without uh, an action. So she she yeah. has to use an action to do it. That's the only reason why she's not a 10. But I do not know what character in the game has better you know, act- attack actions to spend on... Controlling effects. I didn't. It's, it seems impossible. <laughs> I don't know what. I don't yeah. know how it's better. So the only reason why she's not a ten is she has to spend an action. She doesn't just get to spend power to do it. So uh, a nine.
2: Jeremy, currently, I your in board control. On your
0: list. Thanos and Spider Man. Thanos and Peter Parker. Yeah. Oh, sorry. It's actually just Peter Parker. Thanos only got a nine because he has to actually take the Mind Stone. Yeah. I I I think I generally agree. I might say eight just to bring the average down, but it's still going to be a nine. Uh, The reason I would say maybe not quite as insane high, the only argument is that she can only push away. She can't pull towards where the the web warriors can. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's probably closer to an eight, but I'm fine rounding up to a nine the fact that she has the maximum range in the game on an auto push is just silly so between her moving range medium and her base width and then shooting range 5 you can't stay away from it um so is she a controller or a defender <laughs> yes yeah uh
1: i actually think in most games i think she'll sp- she'll sp- i think Enabling a character's offense or defense with her dice manipulation, even though it's amazing, I do not know if it does nearly as much work to win as her controlling effects, because they're so strong and automatic, so I want to call her a controller, because I think you win games with her controlling effects, you grease wheels with her support effects, um, but I think you, you mm-hmm. win the games with the, with the controlling stuff.
0: So, do you put her in the list because she pushes people, or do you put her in a list because she rerolls dice?
1: uh for me, I think the reroll dice is just vanilla on top of all the cool control effects. It's fantastic, rich you vanilla, think... but
0: you <laughs> see so you think bullet point one is I get to move your models
1: yeah or. Uh, and she herself is invulnerable to a 1v1 with a regular character, right? Like, it's a controller that I never have to worry yeah. about unless she gets double teamed by a fast moving character. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because the concept is I get to move two models and reroll four dice, which is just silly. Mm. The fact that a three point model can do that is just dumb. Um. So moving on to total rating, Jeremy, why don't you give me a rating on this six four seven nine controller for three points?
2: <laughs> eight.
0: Oh my god. Eight. I think eight's the floor. Well, I agree that eight is the lowest you're allowed to rate. Um, the
2: thing is, I've never put her in a list for all the reasons we said, like yeah, I just fair. don't. Uh, I don't play this game because the numbers just all fit together, and I have to use the best models. Um, so I've never tried her. I know she looks like she can do, so I'll mm-hmm. put her as an 8. But reality, shes I'm sure she's higher, but I just can't stomach higher an 8 on a model I've never played. Parker. Um,
1: I'm trying to think of, like... Uh, it, the analogy to Doctor Strange is really uh, is really effective. He's my other one that I I want to put way up to the tippy tippy top, and he she's so similar to him and three points and, um, and just benefits everybody passively. Yeah, she goes in Wakanda, but who cares? Like the only thing she loses is her defensive card And Wakanda with a defensive card, is even better. So, is
0: she... hold on, I need to stop you. What? I'm gonna stop you real quick. Mm-hmm. I'm just now imagining. Remember that that Avengers list we built that had Doctor Strange mm-hmm. in it. I'm going to get Sherry in
1: too. You could. How does that make you feel? It just makes you feel bad. (laughs) Put them both. It's just just gross. And so, (sighs) my soul tells me that she's a nine, and the only reason why I would say she's a nine is that, uh, and uh, actually, I'll go ahead and say this. Even though she is ridiculous uh, mechanically, like she's a she's a problem mechanically in the game, um, she's she's not super inspiring. Like she's not Doctor Strange. She's not the master of the mystic arts. She's just you know a smart girl from uh, you know smart princess in Wakanda. So I don't think I, I I don't think she has she has no style points. I guess is the is 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 my point, which I which I know d- maybe doesn't shouldn't I, feature I think in the, the- ratings.
0: My problem is she has negative style points because I don't think anything about her in the lore justifies a seven dice energy attack. Like, it just doesn't make sense that she hits harder than, like, the Omega Beam from from Iron Man. It just doesn't make sense to my brain. Yeah. So I think she actually gets negative style points because it's so obviously just piling stats on a model that don't feel deserved.
1: Yeah. So for, for that reason, for that, like, style points reason, I will give her a nine because ostensibly... She probably... You probably can't make a model better than her. I, I mean, she already seems so above the, the curve, right? So I don't know if you make a model better than her and, and make a 10. Uh, but because she's so many things on this uh, uh, otherwise unremarkable character, um, to, to take nothing away from like the concept, but it, it seems really strange to give her this amazing grab bag of awesomeness. So... Um, I would get. I would say a nine.
0: I think I agree with a nine. I I wanted to rate her an eight, but I just think she has to be a nine. It's just too much support and control in one character for very little cost because her her control gains power. Like it doesn't make sense. Ugh. Uh,
1: as it's also as another Styles note. It's um, crazy. Other than as another Styles note, she is absolutely nothing like her comic book character. In the Marvel Universe,
0: well, but they tried to make her like the movie right. character, right?
1: But yeah, but she's one of the only, she's one of the only characters that I, you know, in the modern Marvel comics, maybe they reinvented her with the with the reset after the whole uh, Doom World thing. But um, I know the you know Shuri was the a fierce princess. She was the Black Panther for a while. Like she was uh, a more aggressive kind of unhinged version of T'Challa. Um, And so that character was really cool, and that's not the one they chose to use for the movie, which is fine, but I think it's really interesting that they went Mm -hmm. with pure movie version for this.
0: Okay. All right, well, we're going to put our nine, we're going to start the next character, which is Black Panther, because we need to get moving on this. Yep. Uh, So, Black Panther, let me pull him up real quick. Black Panther is a 4-point character with 6 hit points on each side. Movement long, size 2. Defensive stats are 4-3-3. Three, three. He's got a standard strike, except before dealing damage, push the target character away from this character short. And then his spending attack is range 2, 6 dice, costs 3 energy. Uh, when making this attack, you can spend up to 3 power to increase the damage of the attack by that amount and on a wild it has explosive force after this attack resolves, other characters within range two of this character are pushed away short push characters suffer one damage affiliation bonus king of wakanda after an ally character rolls attack defense or dodge dice you may spend one power to reroll one die in that roll. mantle of the black panther when this character is make excuse me when making attacks with this character this turn reroll any number of its attack dice costs two power pounce also costs two power Throw this character short. It does not suffer damage for collisions. And then finally, Vibranium Armor. When defending against energy or physical attacks, this character adds blanks to its defense role as successes. On the backside, he changes Vibranium Armor to be... Uh, when when his character is targeted by a physical or energy attack, you can spend two power to roll two additional dice. So he's basically reverse of Captain America. Um... So, uh, offense on this character, Parker, do you want to tell me about his offense?
1: Um, his offense has, again, got control effects, which, you know, uh, aren't nothing, but I don't think it's too spectacular. Um, he's a frontline fighter, so he will usually get to do his, his big whammy attack a couple times. So he'll get to roll a bunch of dice once or twice, um, most likely. Uh, The one nice thing about his offense is that if he has the two power to spend and he gets like, you know, a double strike, um, rerolling all the dice is not nothing. So if he, Mm -hmm. if he does have the two dice to spend, uh, then it'll be, it'll be excellent. What's funny though, is uh, the Wakanda faction is kind of like rerolls, comma, the faction because like Mm -hmm. they have rerolls that he has rerolls on his leader power. Shuri's giving rerolls and then for two power, he can just make rerolls permanent, Akoya has rerolls, like there's just rerolls, you know out of every pour which um and he's one of the ones that feels kind of redundant every time I spend two power uh for that ability I I was like yeah but I better be rolling more dice than than sure he could just do for me you know uh so
0: well I do want to say that um it's nice that you can do all of it though because like he can spend for Black Panther and reroll all of his attack dice then sure he can have him reroll some of his attack mm-hmm. dice after that and then you can spend one for king of wakanda to reroll another die yeah. and so you can get maximum rerolls with black panther he's kind of like modok is one of the characters can get maximum rerolls right and so his dice become very efficient in that way but it costs a shitload of power right. um you're probably better off just spending for kinetic bursts instead of spending for all the rerolls and then use some of the rerolls instead of all of them mm-hmm. um One thing I do want to point out is like all of his shit pushes people away from him. And so it's actually really hard for him to make two attacks in one round because he'll run up and punch you. You'll go away and you're like, oh, I can't punch you again. Uh, So it's kind of weird that way. Yeah. Something you can do is if someone's really close to you, you can hit them with the strike, push them at an angle away, and then use pounce to throw yourself at them, land on top of them and then punch them again. So that's something you can do. That's pretty cool
1: yeah he can uh if you look at just his attacks and the fact that he only has two uh and you're like, okay well that's kind of lackluster, and you're like well, he we can roll some more dice, he can fix his dice, but then when you start thinking about all the cool combo stuff you like the one you just mentioned, he can start doing more than he looks uh, at fa- at face value
0: mm-hmm. well he's one of the few characters that can innately roll nine dice on damage, which is pretty mm-hmm. cool. Like if I just told you he had a s he had a nine dice attack that cost six power, you'd be like, that's pretty cool. But like it's even better than that because you can choose at time of usage how many dice you want to roll. Mm-hmm. And as playing Thanos, obviously Thanos generates more power, it's still pretty cool. Yeah. Uh so Parker, give me a rating on offense.
1: Um On offense, I want to give him I think with all the things together and the fact that Pounce also does damage and he'll actually get the chance to use it with, like, the cool jumpy stuff. If the guy has power, I think he can, like, get up to, like, a seven. But since he doesn't actually walk around with that much power, he's probably, I want to say, like, want to say, like, a five is where I want to put him. Um, Maybe maybe I got him too low, but I think he's really power intensive. Uh, So... So I, th- I think mm. in the game, I think he'll be probably around a five. Is what I want to say.
0: I think he has to be a six because just for kinetic burst, honestly, okay. it's an energy attack. He can roll up to nine dice. He can also throw himself. He can also re-roll his dice. Like he he can't do all of this at once necessarily, but he always has a good option. I think. Oh. I think he always has a way to like. Worst case scenario, right? He punches you twice and throws himself at you? Like, that's better than most characters.
1: I actually just remembered he's speed long. He's got to be at least a 6. He's speed long also. Mm-hmm. Like, on top of all that stuff, he's also speed long. <laughs> I forgot that. Uh, yeah. I think Jeremy,
0: he's... can I get a rating from you?
2: What did you guys say?
0: What was yours? Parker said 5 or 6. I said 6 at least.
2: Um, I mean, he could throw 9 dice at you. Um, that, that's not nothing. Um, um, yeah, I'm comfortable at a 6.
0: Okay. Uh, potentially, however, he could spend 8 power for full kinetic burst and mantle the Black Panther and you're dying. Basically, is what yeah, I'm and- saying. All right. I think, honestly, the more I think about it, he's probably closer to a 7, but it takes a lot of power to do mm. that and his thing is not generating power, right. so... If he had better power generation, then I would probably say seven. I think that's how they keep all, right, so, all that stuff. So, moving on to defense, uh, he has a 30 on the defense index. Uh, however, that does not take into account the fact that he has successes on blanks, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And then on the back side, he has vibranium shield, basically. Uh, so, obviously, that's a big deal. Um, he also has four in his physical, which is the most common, but not necessarily the best defense. Um, I'm going to open the bidding. So he's better on the defensive stats than average, and he's better on hit points than average. He has an amazing passive special rule on the front and a good defensive rule on the back. He can also reroll his own dice if he's playing Wakanda on defense, um... I think we have to start at least a five, probably a six. I was
1: actually going like to I was actually going to put him at a seven because I think that's where he's strongest. And the reason why is Vibranium shielding the card can also go off of him. And I think he's one of the most common targets for it because he's actually up at the front. True. And he loves to be up there with his good buddy, Killmonger. And they both have DR and, and Killmonger just waiting behind him for somebody to try to go in and kill Black Panther. And while he has damage reduction... And he's, and he's got Vibranium Armor, man, he is just a tough nail early in the game.
0: Oh, and don't forget, obviously Sherry's standing behind them, yeah. boat, just giving them infinite reruns. Right. <laughs> um, so does he get up to an eight, do you think, or is he just a seven? I
1: think he is a seven. I think he's a seven. And I think that...
0: What would he need to get to an eight?
1: Um... A four in energy? Yeah, I think a four in energy, and, yeah, I think four in energy, maybe an extra hit point, uh, maybe an extra hit point, um... 6
0: he's already got 12 12 is a lot
1: but I mean an 8 seems really super premium character isn't it
0: um you ever tried to kill him so yeah he's so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> um he's certainly the closest thing to Captain America you can get for 4 he, points
2: he is so hard to kill I mean all of these things stack and he has 6 health I mean you'll throw everything at him and he'll still be laughing at you Uh I, I don't have a problem putting his defense instead but- fucking like, this dude is so hard to kill. He's so hard to
0: kill. He has one more hit point than Cap, but doesn't have the four energy defense. But he can't do blanks and two extra dice that Cap can do on the back. Mm-hmm. Um, What did we put Cap at? Probably horrible misrating. Oh, we never rated we have, Cap. Yeah, uh, Avengers, yeah. uh, we just rated so many Avengers in other factions so far. I think we've rated them uh er, i want to put him at eight but i think seven is more accurate because once he gets on the backside he goes down pretty quick because he just runs out of power although it is really smart putting the the spending ability on the backside is really clever and better for you because you're more likely to have power once you've been dazed mm-hmm. and so that's nice that's a quality of life thing because so they done it in reverse it would have been kind of annoying because you would just take that first big hit would just be for free all right moving on to support um as we've said before faction leaders basically have to be a three i think unless your faction ability is real bad uh his is just okay i actually think it's one of the worst ones um rerolls are cool uh you don't have to do anything weird like wing it um, it's just one power for one reroll, and it works on a- basically any roll. That's pretty handy. He doesn't do anything else for support. So, are we good with a three here?
1: Yeah, okay. I like three.
0: Okay, three it is. Moving on to control. Uh, he obviously has a couple throw mechanics or push mechanics. Sorry, uh, but they're pretty minor. One's only on a wild, and the other one is. Uh, push away short on his strike but being that it's so short range being that's a melee attack is kind of meh It actually i think screws you just as often as it helps but it does make it almost impossible to beat him 1v1 on a flank at least beat him for a secure point anyways what i meant and so that's pretty handy
1: yeah i was going to say the Parker. the one thing he does is it's funny he's he's got a he's got this interesting kind of brawl control where he's never going to you know it, it it's not going to be like your army isn't where you think it is it's just going to be this is mine like this thing is mine if if you activate first i will have this it's mine um
0: he's he's almost kind of like a skirmisher in this regard yeah. that he wants to move and then attack even though he doesn't have the action economy that most skirmishers have Because he can move into a perfect position for pounce. Pounce at you. And then strike you and push you out of range. And so then you have to then spend an action to get back into range. So if you're only trading one attack back and forth, he's likely to just win anyway. Mm. But he's also doing damage with pounce. And scoring points more than likely by pushing you off. And then next turn, if you come in, you hit him a little bit. He powers up again. He does kinetic burst and then strikes you to push you out. I th- he's definitely great in a one v one type skirmish scenario, even though I think he he you look at his card you think he's more of a brute, mm-hmm. but it's interesting. So what do you think for control, Parker? Give me a number.
1: Um, I think control because he's limited to being up close, but his up close is so like consistent and effective. I want to give him like uh, because of the consistency of it. I think a three. And the only reason why I don't want to go higher is he doesn't have any sort of throw effect other than himself. Um, so I think it's probably a three. Because, and that's the reason why it's, it's very consistent up close.
2: Jeremy? Three is fine. An auto-push is a thing, but it's really
0: not that great on him. Three it is. So do we think he is a scrapper,
2: brute, or skirmisher?
0: So I don't think he's really a scrapper. He doesn't do enough damage because I don't think he generates enough power to do kinetic burst on a regular basis. Uh, I think he's either a brute or a skirmisher, but I think it's pretty close on those two. Parker, what do you think? I think
1: if you're playing him as a brute and you get the dice, you know, you get those defense dice with those re-rolls, I think you can definitely play as a brute. If you want to play him as a skirmisher, he's got the speed and the one v1 potential with his kit um I think he's probably more consistently going to play a better skirmisher role, but you can turn him into a brute. you can probably stick him on a midpoint and let him live a lot longer than other characters would uh, and continue to dish out damage while
0: he's doing it so
1: he could he can play brute I think he's probably his kit is better
0: for skirmisher though. I'm going to say brute, just to be contrary. Jeremy,
2: um, I'm going to say skirmisher because for the army, I think that that faction needs it. Um, I, I don't know. That's just how I plan.
0: Okay, skirmisher it is. So we have a six-seven-three-three three skirmisher for four points. Parker, hit me with some numbers. Uh, overall rating for him,
1: um, because of his kind of, like, <laughs> if he gets the right dice rolls, kind of infinity block, he's kind of, can go Wonder Woman, you know, and just ding, 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 you know, all day long. I think on a leader-type model who, um, who you want to stick around and continue doing his thing, and for his cool uh, support cards, like, um... Vibranium Shielding. I want to give him a... I think I want to give him a 5. And the main reason why I'd give him a 5 is... I do not know how often he's going to show up outside of Avengers and Wakanda. But he does show up in Avengers and Wakanda. I think he's got a great place in both of those.
0: So... I think it's outside of Wakanda, because I don't think he gets any play in Avengers, really. I think he's a good character, and I think it's one of those characters we've kind of overlooked, kind of like Captain Marvel. We've, we're we like, okay, we know what this guy does, and we just move past him really quickly. And it's just been this endless cycle of new models coming out, so we haven't really gotten back to Black Panther. But I actually, the more I look at his kid, I'm like, man, I would actually like to have this character on my roster. So I think he's he's better than I originally thought. It was just that four-point characters were so shunned in our meta that I think he got pushed aside a bit. Jeremy, what do
2: you think? Oh, I put him at a five as well. That was what I was going to throw up there. He, I don't know. He's a four-point guy. He does some stuff. He doesn't really shine, except he has the never-die he can turn on.
0: The Never dies, pretty cool. I put him at a 5 as well. So, 5 it is. Moving on to the final character we're rating today is Killmonger. Yay! Probably the most played character of the Wakandans in our area. Injadaka, I think. You, is that hey, name? you got it. Boom, Injadaka. All right, so Injadaka is a 4-point character with 11 hit points, 6 on the front. He's speed, medium, size 2, four, three, three, just like his, uh, cousin?
1: Yep. They're cousins, They're cousins. right?
0: Okay. Uh, now we're going to move into the fun stuff that he does. Uh, Vibranium Weapons is one of the rare characters that has an energy strike. Uh, it's range 2, 5 dice, 0 cost, uh, power for damage, and has pierce, which is great. Strikes with pierce are very underrated. Um... Also, being that's an energy attack is great. There's a lot of people that have poor energy defense that we've talked about. Black Ops Strike, range 3, 7 dice, 3 cost, physical. Um, if it's attack deals damage, attack result places character within one of the target. And then on a wild, he does stagger, which is super cool. Has a standard charge, uh, special forces, uh, kind of like Sherry's ability. When attacking, uh, you can use the suit power when calculating successes. You can choose to count blocks instead of hits as successes. Costs one. Focus on the kill. If this character makes an attack against a character who has already attacked this turn, add two dice to the attack roll. Uh, Cool interaction that I'm going to bring up. If you use all you've got, it's the same turn. So he gets focused on the kill on on three attacks that turn. Wait, what? So uh all you've got gives you another activation, but it does not create a new turn. Ah, okay. So you could use focused on the kill multiple times. Uh also because he has charge, it's actually pretty common to get it to go mm. off. And then another great passive he has is kill count. Uh when this character dazes or chaos an enemy character, it gains a kill count token. When this character is attacking, it may reroll and die for each kill count token it has. Uh, that sounds kind of extra, but it actually happens a lot because he hits like a fucking truck. And so he almost always gets at least one. Okay, so uh, and then on the back, I believe he's identical, except he has one less hit mm-hmm. point. So uh, Parker, anything you want to tell me about Killmonger's ability to deal damage? <laughs> uh, one of the things I love about him is he's his two
1: basic attacks are just beautiful, like vanilla icing, right? Because it's just... It's, it's it's energy attack which is a basic attack which is fantastic five dice um and the pierce gets the power it's it it's nothing super fancy but that in this game is is slots into the curve so well it is a key that opens up doors that other characters just don't have and then a seven die attack for only three power and it gives you a movement to allow you to keep stabbing it with a vibranium uh spear to get back the power and you know, hit it with an energy attack, and the second attack is going to be more dice. Like, the fact that he gets to move with his seven-die attack to do more dice with his offhand, with the energy attack, um, and then on top of that, charge. So, yeah, the guy the guy is always, or almost always, proactively going to get a lot of damage on the board, and um, you you have to... He's so threatening, you have to prioritize him as a target. You have to do something about him or he will remove your models. that's so it's so consistent at it it's it's excellent. uh
0: what I like most about him uh obviously the alternate damage types he has the ability to choose basically between physical and energy, which for a melee attacker is great um, he's fair- he's surprisingly mobile with black op strike and charge. But the best thing about him is he has the ability to add dice to his attacks by himself. He has the ability to re-roll his own dice in the right situations. And he has dice fixing in the form of his use blocks instead of hits on odd rolls. He is surprisingly insulated against bad dice. yeah, And he's surprisingly insulated against pretty much any kind of hard target. The only thing he doesn't really want to attack is like Black Panther and captain america just because their dice are so great but with pierce he has the ability to get through most of that anyway and he can just overwhelm them with superior amounts of dice and so he he could pretty much get through any hard target which is great uh so where do we think he falls on the spectrum so we rated corvus glaive a 10 valkyrie got an eight because she was inconsistent um other high people mentions were Thor got a 7, Thanos got a 7, Gamora got a 7. Rocket Raccoon got a 7. Uh Ronan got an 8. And then we have Spider-Man, Miles Morales and Venom both got sevens. So, where do we think he falls? I'll go first since go you guys are intimidated. Uh I think he's at least an 8. He might creep up to a 9. He definitely has the high maximum potential. He has one of the best uh tactics cards that adds dice to your attack be- with uh Usurp the Throne cuz not only does it increase his ability to kill people, it scores you victory points, which is great. And so because that's easy to get that in pretty much every list. Um yeah, I think I think he he's one of the superior damage dealers in the game. When you talk to people about who do you want to add to just go kill people, it's either like this guy or Valkyrie is almost the first thing you reach for. So I'm I'm gonna go with a nine, but I could be talked down to an eight. He's definitely not a ten.
2: Well, we talked about Parker's cards Parker. making a difference, right? And so many tactics cards work for him. Um, Along with the one that's built for him, which you've already mentioned, he has the main component of a beater, which is charge. So if he's got everything he can connect. He won't have the power to do it. Um, I like him for him. He has to die. You have there to are.
0: Yeah, he's the number one target in every list he's in. Uh, I That's a good point you bring up because he's in three factions uh, Criminals, Cabal, and Wakanda. And all three of them have a great faction card for him. Uh, so Wakanda has both Vibranium Shielding, which makes him actually really hard to pick up. And then uh, Wakanda Forever is great for him, obviously. Then you have Dark Reign is amazing for him in Cabal. And Shadow Organization is amazing for him in Criminals to deliver him. Like, there is a great option for a card for him in so many different factions. So that's a good point.
1: I, I would say that he is... he. he... He is a fantastic scalpel, and not just that. He's more like a—he's more like a, like a pocket knife, right? He's got a tool for everything. He unlocks every door, like offensively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I believe he's got to be a nine. Um, I, I believe he has to be a nine. Yeah, for sure.
0: The only thing he doesn't have is a throw. That is the only thing he right. doesn't have for dealing damage. Right.
1: The fact that he has to use a. Jeremy, what's your number?
2: Yeah. I said a nine
0: nine parker you say nine yeah, i do okay nine it is oh. moving on um defense he got a 27.5 on our defense matrix but that's mostly because he costs four points uh so he's above average hit points slightly above average defensive stats i'm sorry he's he's average hit points Eleven's pretty average um So, yeah, not great on the defense. Uh, so there's not a lot of, like, things we can say about that. Um, does he make it up to a four by having a four against physical? Or is he still just a three? I
2: think he's a three. I've I lost three. him. <laughs> you focus only on when
0: he dies. Like, he's... But he's... But he's better than the three. The three is ten hit points, threes across the okay, board.
2: So then, yeah, he's got eleven win.
0: hit points and a four. So four? Four. Okay, four it is. Parker, you're overruled. I actually was going to say, because... He survives by killing everyone first. I was going to say,
1: <laughs> I would also say that he, he's very proactive, that's true. Like, he can daze somebody so easily. It's not exactly a defensive ability, but it, it's... it's you count it as that. Mm. If it's a 1v1 fight, it's really hard for him not to daze some people.
0: Yeah. Priority is his defense. Yeah. Uh, So moving on to support. He has no support. So that's a 1. Yeah. Uh, Control. Uh, Does the ability for him to stagger on his big attack get him up to a 2? That's the question we have. I'm actually going to argue against that because he's more than likely going to kill the person he uses Black Ops. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. Usually what happens is he gets some power from taking damage, charges you, and then after the strike off of the charge, which he usually generates a couple power off of, he will then Black Ops strike you and just cut your head off, and so you're dead. So, uh, Are you guys good with a one on on control? Yeah. Yes. It's also only on a wild. Yeah, that's not very good. All right, so he's obviously a scrapper, right? He's a scalpel piece. Yeah, he might be
1: the he's he's nearly the scrapper. Just...
0: Yeah, so he is the murder, death, kill of murder, death, mm-hmm. kills, uh, <laughs> except for Corvus. Uh, so we have a nine four one one scrapper for four points. Jeremy, tell me what his overall rating is. How is his mouth feel?
2: He feels like a six to me. There's other characters that can do what you need, in you get adventures. the fuck out of here. <laughs> nah, 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 Um, because he's so low, man.
0: Just out saying, of... he... Go ahead. he seems to be in every list you play for a six,
2: <laughs> correct? But that's just how i play won it. Hmm, you like a seven.
0: Or eight? I was gonna rate him a, I was gonna say at least a seven. I don't... eight might be a little high. But, I mean, he's in three factions, and we just talked about how he's so good. Okay, how about this? Of the three factions he, he's allowed to be in, or three factions he is in, what are the odds he doesn't make the 10-man roster on any of those three factions? Zero? Zero. 5%? Yeah, he's in all of those lists. He's in lists where he's not in your faction. That's certainly less common, but it still happens. I think he's got to be a 7, right?
2: Okay, I'll give him a 7. 7-5. Seven,
1: Parker? Um, I would say... Because he offers nothing to your list in terms of controller support, uh, he's not reached for... Uh, generally, like, scalpel-type, you know, scrappers are not something you're reaching for out of faction, because almost every faction has, like, a I'll-get-up-in-your-face-and-hurt-you guy. Um, and since that's not something... That you're reaching for very often, then you may not see him at a faction. That being said, he's in three factions. Amazingly, <laughs> he's not even like in three factions. Sort of like yeah, he's he's not like Fisk, who's in three factions, but you may not actually play him in all three factions. If you're not playing Killmonger and those three in the three factions, you're doing it wrong. So I think for that reason, he's unique and special and really cool in the game for that, and he deserves a seven absolutely.
0: Okay, I'm going to put him at seven. I'm actually now going to make a, a token argument that he's basically in four factions. Because if you're playing Spider-Foes, you're probably also playing, like, Criminals or Cabal. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you're going to play Killmonger in that Spider-Foes roster. And since Spider-Foes don't have a card to play, they don't really care who's in their faction or not. Yep. I don't know. He, I think he gets played as an auto-include in probably four or five factions. Mm-hmm. Uh, And more importantly, he actually makes the squad in those rosters, as opposed to a lot of characters that make a lot of lists that don't get played. Like, I think Hawkeye makes a lot of rosters that he probably doesn't actually get played in, kind of like Black Widow does. She's there for the particular games you need the, like, flank scorer in, as where Killmonger is almost always selected. All right, so seven it is. Uh, Rounding out our ratings, we have Okoye at a three, Shuri at a nine, Black Panther at a five, and Killmonger at a seven. Pretty happy with those.
2: Yay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alrighty. Know.
0: Okay, and that wraps up our rating section. So that's going to move us into the Daily Bugle, which this week, Jeremy, do you want to tell us what we're doing this week? Oh, So
2: I'm sick of numbers. Sick of numbers. So, I like numbers. So I like numbers. Oh. My favorite is um, starting with Power Level 2. Way up to five points. So, and what these are going to be are basically, so. like you said, um, who do you grab, put in the list, regardless of faction, regardless of anything else, like who is your go to and, you know, your kind of favorite guy at that level. So, um, I thought I'd start um, for a two power level dude. Uh, he's my little reckoning. Like he goes in every list. It doesn't matter what it is. I uh, have to have him. I need to shoot you from forever away. Fucking deal with them. Usually he does get dealt with with extreme prejudice, and it gets removed from the table. But it's rocket range for two. Go. Um.
0: So I'm just gonna say real quick. I didn't get a chance to say anything at the start, oh. but. I really wish we would include six points in here, not just five plus, just saying. Um, So of my favorite two point character, it definitely used to be Black Widow. I played her a lot, but I think nowadays, honestly, if I had to pick today, it's probably actually Wong. I find myself putting Wong in lists. He has no right being in a lot of the time. (laughs) And I think it's almost always the correct choice. Like, like the amount of times you're like, man, if I had one power, man, if I wasn't staggered, like there's so much he does and he's reasonably hard to kill for two points. So I I do like me some rocket raccoon, but I find me putting Wong in every list. So that's, that's my answer. Uh, my two, uh,
1: my two point character would definitely be, uh, nebula, I I love how you just can't counter out. You're just like, oh man, I don't have any characters that I can attack that guy in that point over there. Well, that guy's five points. Uh, I guess I'll just say nebula, <laughs> and then maybe Nebula could just do it. Uh, I love it. I I love tiny characters that can hit way outside their weight class, and um, she's awesome.
0: So, admittedly, for two points, there's only. One, two, three, four, five, six, two point characters. So That was pretty easy to choose from. I'm interested yeah. to see how the next one goes. Uh,
2: three, three point characters. Parker Bell.
1: Uh, I love Hawkeye. Um, and uh, he, I just, I just love the, the, the collection of, of things he has. He's the perfect kind of like, uh. I'm always going to skirt the outside of the battlefield and contribute constantly, and you're going to have to try to pin me down. You're going to have to move and attack me, and you're going to have to do that from a really far range because I'm always going to have enough power to to move after I shoot. And sorry, it's not a move; it's a place. Um, also, like ignoring cover, and I, I just love that you can't hide from him. He's going to be contributing the whole game. You know, my favorite thing in games is when a model shoots their gun every turn. Hawkeye shoots his gun every turn, and I like that a lot.
0: It's true. Hawkeye does shoot his gun. Yeah, after his turn. <laughs> Even when it's not yeah. his turn.
2: Yes. Brandon, Brandon what you got. Uh, it's
0: Valkyrie. It's always been Valkyrie. It probably always will be Valkyrie. Uh in a in a perfect world, I'd like to say Punisher, but it's Valkyrie. Oh,
2: you took As of lately, I mean, I like dropping it. You know, I'm just gonna throw it out and. Groot's kind of badass, man. Like, he's such a dickhead. <laughs> he gets on the table. He's a bodyguard to my little buddy that I like so much. Uh, he's got a big old humongous weapon that he'll beat you to death with. You get two points. Brute's pretty cool for three points. Just
0: for the record, yep. there were 23 three point characters. Ooh. though, so, Which is the highest number of a single point total.
1: And no one said Doc Ock. Oh,
0: there are only. Not one percent. There are no there are only twenty one four point characters. Well
2: speaking of four point characters, Oh god damn it. Ah! Um
0: Uh I don't know that I actually have a favorite. I'm gonna go with Venom. I put Venom in a lot of lists. Uh although currently it's honestly probably Wolverine. I've been putting Wolverine in a lot of lists, but definitely historically it's been Venom.
1: I love Ronan the accuser. I love guys that don't look oh, like
2: he's he, Yeah. <laughs> I
1: love that he he doesn't look like he's going to be worth it. You're like he's like, ah, Ronan, that's not so big of a deal. And then he's got I guess I'm cheating a little bit because it's five-point Ronin that I love. Four-point Ronin is actually not the one that I love, but he is a four-point character. With we'll Put the Power Stone in him, and he just starts walking up and just clocking things left and right. Ugh, he's so mean. He's so mean. I love it.
0: Have you actually played Ronin at four points? No, I have not. <laughs> I don't even know. I wonder if he's not as bad as we think he is, but I think he's... Five-point Ronin is definitely the best yeah. Ronin. It's just the question of,
2: you know... How great is it? My fourth points is definitely good. Like, that's why I didn't need him so hard Because i feel like You know, I, I'm definitely tilted. Like, I like him. He's in every list. I can't help him. Like, he has You're a bad. shithead. He's such a, a bleeder. Like. You're a dumb fuck. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I can't help it, man. He hits things really hard with I don't character.
0: know. I think he's like a four overall. <laughs> hey, uh, he's my favorite character. <laughs> four points. Like... <laughs>
2: Fucking idiot. <laughs> do you remember? I remember Loki.
0: I liked him a lot, but then
2: he got juiced out pretty quick. So listen.
0: He's five points as well.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I know. Anyway. Okay. All right. Five points. Go.
0: Are we splitting
2: points. this up or are we doing we'll five? split it up. We'll do a few.
0: Okay. Splitting it up, it's uh Doctor Strange.
2: I think a five point reasons, Doctor Strange chicken, is underrated.
0: Asshole.
2: Do what? Any particular reason, well, keep in mind what? that's
0: five point Doctor Strange, not six point Doctor Strange. Seven.
2: seven um,
0: Doctor Strange. I will say seven point Doctor Strange is underrated. <laughs> I was way off when I originally said seven point Doctor Strange was dumb. That was the dumbest statement I've ever said aloud is seven point Doctor Strange was bad. Uh <laughs> It's the best Doctor Strange. Uh but that being said, I almost said Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider is a lot of fun. Modoc's obviously amazing. Um I'm trying to think of other like four point characters that get stones. So I'm not leaving anybody out. Like a good example is Ronin with the Power Stone. Um, I think it's just five point Doctor Strange is probably my favorite five pointer.
2: Uh
1: Ghost Rider. Um this the second I saw Ghost Rider I was like I want to play this guy. Um I was a big Ghost Rider fan when I was a kid anyway, but I love the the griefing mechanics. I love the uh you know, devil you know or you don't. Also his reincarnation card. I love reincarnation cards. So, I think he's I I really enjoy putting him on the board. I have made two lists now basically around him so that I could play him. Uh, uh I really like it.
0: I'm offended how did you not say Ronin with the Power Stone?
1: <laughs> because I already said Ronin once. Ronin was my four point character.
0: Ronin with the Power Stone was the answer though. You have to be honest. You're lying to our listeners. Okay, well if, if You're both bad at this. You are both bad at this. If, yeah. if, you, if you
1: if you must, then yes, it's Ronin it's Ronin with a power stone. So it's Ronin at four points and then Ronin at five okay. points. There you go. The deal. Done.
0: All right. All right, so point. Ghost Rider is your honorable mention at yeah. five points. and hey, we each get an honorable mention. There you go. Go ahead, Jeremy.
2: Just guns, chairs, things, people, things, of Help me out with buddy. He'll correct situations that I've created. I like you
0: definitely need something like that.
2: I, I do. I do. Like all right. All
0: right. Uh, I'm actually mad at you. That was going to be my honorable mention, so I have a different honorable mention oh my now.
2: God.
0: Uh, Rocket and Groot. <laughs> that's
2: five point character.
0: <laughs> They're fucking stapled together. They might as well be one character. Yeah, all right. True. Do you have an honorable mention? Is it Ebony Maw? Good. It's Ebony Maw. We're moving on.
2: <laughs> five point Thanos. I like that. Five-point Thanos. The um, yeah. best right. Thanos, five-point right. Thanos. Your category is six-point What do you got,
0: Daniel? Magneto, not close. Go. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ebony not Ma. even remotely close. Ebony Maw, Power Stone. Go. Ma with the Power Stone? Yeah. yeah. He can't take the Power Stone. No. no. Forget it.
2: Mind Stone. Never mind. No, oh, never mind. I'm, I'm out. out. I'm out. Parker?
1: I actually like, uh, my six-point character would be Doctor Strange with Soul Stone. I actually really like Doctor Strange Soulstone. I also love Doctor Strange in general, but I liked it a lot.
0: So when we first started playing with Doctor Strange and he got spoiled, we all just generically said, "Obviously, Doctor Strange with the Soulstone is the best Doctor Strange." I think it's actually the worst Doctor Strange. The more I play mm-hmm. him, I think Doctor Strange without a stone is better because you save the point and it, it allows you to play a lot different style lists. But Doctor Strange with the Time Stone is obviously the best. So at seven points, I would say that, but we're not going to seven. So. Gotcha, gotcha.
2: Well, that's all I had, but hopefully everyone heard a character that you like and kind of see that some of these guys are pretty cool, regardless or whatever.
0: Also, clearly everyone's favorite character is Magneto and Doctor Strange. I I said both
2: of them. What's your favorite? Okay, so what's your favorite? 13-point model branding go.
0: Doctor Strange and Magneto and the Time Stone. Correct.
2: Correct, yes.
0: I feel so bad that I'm abandoning <laughs> that list because people are getting mad about it. Because it's so fun to play. It's the most fun I've had playing this game. And it... <laughs> Parker, you weren't there for this, but I was comparing it to my Karchev list in Mark 2. Because it's just like, you look about, you look across tables like, alright, well, my poet's a fucking moron. Like, he's of this terrible three-character list and he thinks he's gonna win. And then somewhere around turn four, you realize that you're, like, sweating, you're so mad. And you're like, why am I so upset? Like, this list is terrible. Like, oh, wait. Maybe it's not. Alright. Alright, well, I think that's gonna do it for us today. Uh... Thanks for listening, guys. This has been Brandon. And Parker. Jeremy. And this has been the Ultimate Podcast of Ultimate Crisis. You don't seem very excited, Parker. I like it.
2: <laughs> oh boy.
0: That was a pretty good little segment at the end there.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: There was something I wanted to say, and now I can't remember what it was. Oh, at some point we're gonna rate the uh, the other cards as well, the tactics cards and the crisis cards. We'll, we'll probably wait till we're most of the way through the characters for that kind of stuff, and I think that'll obviously go a lot faster.
2: Uh, it's.
0: It's Thunderwave. It's 100% Thunderwave. It's the worst card in the game. Here, let me let me read this to you in case you forgot how fucking awful it is. Awful. I said awful, Jeremy. Get your ears checked. So, it is a beam five energy attack, but it's only six dice. Uh, you have to have Thor... It has to be... If it is Thor's activation, and he is within range one of Captain America... They may both spend two to play this card. <laughs> okay, you with me so far? Yeah, I mean, Are you with me so far? It. While within range one of Captain America and Thor Prince of Asgard. Okay, so you can play it either way. Either activation, you can do it. Um, you can use the attack shown above once and line of sight is measured from Captain America instead of Thor Prince of Asgard when making the attack. It's only six dice and it costs four power. Do the math. Is it one point. It? No. No. Can you
2: exchange
0: it no. the rules? You uh it? Yes, you actually <laughs> can.
2: <laughs> you, I yeah. guess
0: it. I mean, it's still the worst card in the game because you could take, you you can take a good card and out. pitch it to
2: wing it. it. that be
0: fun, There's a big difference between winging way. it. And seeing what happens. Parker, you look confused.
1: Sorry, this thing popped up on the internet for me. And it's so stupid.
0: (laughs) Is it, uh, we have taken over your computer and if you don't send us $100 in iTunes gift cards, (laughs) we'll report you to the FBI?
1: (laughs) No, it's this dumb movie. Uh, featuring sharks, and the guy cut open the shark, and entrails came out? And that's not physically possible with a shark, because they don't have an intestinal tract, like other creatures. And, I don't know. It just... No, it's some other movie. I actually don't know the name of it. It's just some random clip.
0: Wait, wait, wait. What if he swallowed a bunch of intestines?
1: Then it would be in his stomach, (laughs) which they didn't cut open.
0: Yeah, well, if they cut his stomach open...
2: I you got me, yeah. Nailed it. Gotcha.
0: <laughs>
2: I'm the smartest. <laughs> so fucking smart
1: yeah. Alright.
0: On a scale of one to ten, I'm real smart.
1: Can I uh Can I stop uh Audible? Can we clap? I'm Why would you do that? I am I am very tired and sick. <sighs>
0: How tired are you, Parker?
1: On a scale from 1 to 10, very tired.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready to clap. Hold on, I'm reading something. I'm reading something. Hold on. Calm down. Thank you guys for listening. This concludes the normal episode this week, but I decided to leave in a little bonus segment uh, of me dealing with Jeremy's audio issues, if you care to listen. Enjoy. Welcome, guys. Freaking awesome. I'm glad that we had a really easy time getting everything set up today.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was great. I had a good Honestly.
0: At least it was Jeremy having audio issues this week.
2: Yeah, I'll fix it.
0: Was it last week the only week that we didn't have audio issues?
2: Maybe. Yep.
0: It's just like software hates us. I don't get it. I've never had this problem before. It's like... I never go to use Discord and it just doesn't work like it does when we try and podcast. I've mm-hmm. never had that happen any other time, but if we try and podcast, one of the three of us is fucked, po- like every time. Mm-hmm. Jeremy, you can't have you can't put your phone on the table.
2: I pulled it off.
0: Okay, he's gonna put it back right as soon as he I want to put it back. I'll put it back. He's
2: back. Gonna, put it back. gonna put it back. Okay. Uh, Putting it back. Right? God damn it!
0: See now I hear the feedback again.
2: Really?
0: Is it? You think it's his phone? Yeah, I think it's your phone. Yeah, I,
2: I, I hear my phone.
0: I well, whenever you're like look messing with your phone, I hear like a high pitched screech. Yeah, 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 it sounds like a little all oh, like a little high whistle. Yeah, like nails on a chalkboard.
2: Hmm. Just well, put your
0: phone in AirPlay mode. Yeah. Why not? Do you have your kids at your house? Yes. Well, if the kids are with you, you can put it on airplane mode.
2: I don't think it'll help.
0: Or just put the phone... Put the phone far away from the computer. Like, put it in your pocket or something.
2: Put it down. Well, okay. I'm gonna be lost, though. That's my fucking... like. That's the way-
0: Lost? Oh, because you need your... Yeah. You need is. your uh references.
2: Yeah, that's my references.
0: Alright, just be sure not to put it on the table.
2: I wonder if if the camera has a better microphone than the shit. I don't know, man.
0: What camera? What do you mean?
2: But I, I bought a camera off my other computer. So I have
0: Oh you a webcam? Yeah,
2: but that's not gonna be helpful.
0: Well it's probably it's gonna be the same issues. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, but I gotta open my stuff up here to look at cards.
0: That's a good ninety percent full mojito right there.
2: So, just have a bit so a what game. are we
0: talking about today? What? Mm-hmm. what? Me? Yeah.
2: What I have
0: that? a studio condenser mic.
2: So it doesn't matter if I push or if that is done.
0: Uh, I have a decent amount of mic discipline because of how long I've podcast with table mics. Because, uh, you know, we were like 100 episodes in on L2 Wargame. And uh, so I have a lot of discipline for, for table mics. But also, this is a high-grade mic. So it'll pick me up from pretty much anywhere from like 1 to 5 feet fairly consistently. And it's really good about modulating uh, incoming volume. It's also really good about picking stuff out. Do what? I- Yeah. so if you're not going to if you're if you have the discipline to look at your mic when you're talking and to not do this sit back lean forward sit back lean forward thing repeatedly Mm -hmm. then a table mic is fine you just have to have the discipline to not do that but a lot of table mics that are lower quality will pick up shit behind you and stuff because when the microphone is sensitive enough to pick you up from three feet away it's a lot harder to block out stuff that's six feet away because uh-huh. the the headset mic's only picking you up from like four inches, and so it's a lot higher sensitivity, or a lot lower sensitivity than something that's meant to work at three feet. Yes. No, that's a good question. And this thing, I we bought this thing for like eighty bucks, um, in two thousand six. So now it's like ten bucks, but yeah, they don't even make this model anymore. So what we what are we talking about today?
1: I will not be able to go all night, so something shorter, hopefully.
0: Well, luckily that's going to be really easy. Someone is, like, digging through a box of cardboard or something. Who's that's, making the noise? That's Jeremy. Is that... Jeremy, you're making noise. It, yeah, no. There's, like, a really loud rustling noise coming from your end. Yeah. Yeah, that, whatever that is. Oh
2: my yeah. God, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So don't touch that. Yes. Okay. Don't I touch was, that. It's, you know, okay. but yeah, we, we need to make it short, because this uh, shouldn't to work. I'm
0: gonna fix this. Fixed. You, um, I do like now. There's 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 now a, there was also a lot of background noise with just you sitting there. It comes and goes. I don't know why. I think it's because Discord isn't hearing you very well, so it's trying to up your volume, and then it waits until you make a lot of noise, then it drops back down. see yeah like right there just out of nowhere your volume spikes and then we hear like all kinds of static okay. now it might just be discord and audacity isn't doing it so it's possible your audio will be okay All right, Um, so we do need a main topic, though. What are we talking about? We could do a quick rating, yeah.
1: Those are very rarely quick, but I was actually looking at the list. Some shorter lists would be probably... um, Spider-Foes would be nice and short.
0: Uh, but we don't even. Well, have their but own team that's yet. only because all their characters are. All right, stop, stop, Jeremy. I need you to go into Discord settings. Yeah, it's it's bad. Is it's like unbearable. Uh, so go into Discord settings and change he your. He just left the call. Uh, talk sensitivity. He left. He he left just the call. Doesn't know what buttons he's He's back in the call. Calm down. Oh, yeah. All right. So go to audio and video, and then turn. Your um, input sensitivity change it or set it to automatic. One of the, one of the two. I can't tell what you did. Turn on your share screen real quick. Yeah, I was gonna say, Parker. Either we could rate because I we can't rate Spider foes because half their fucking characters aren't out yet.
1: Wakanda makes sense shorter
0: i was gonna say wakanda yeah all right so go to settings okay audio video all right scroll down just a bit all right raise the slider bar higher because you if you make zero noise that's way too high but if you make no noise at all just watch your floater bar there that's background noise so you want it to be above that background noise but below where you talk does that make sense? Yeah. So now talk and see yeah. where your level is. So but you want it to be on the low end of you talking because if you're talking quietly, we won't hear you. So just watch, just watch your your passive volume, and you want to be just ahead of that, just barely ahead of it.
2: Testing one two three testing. That seems to be about right. No,
0: no, with not with testing just the ambient noise you want to be just barely to the right of the ambient level and so right there it only goes to about a third to a quarter of your bar you want to be just ahead of that maybe just a little tiny bit more but yeah that's in a decent spot yeah that's probably where I'd go negative like 62 decibels so that way we won't get that feedback stuff Mm -hmm. but we'll only hear you when you're talking Okay. That's better. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. That's what that's exactly what we needed. Okay. Alright, turn off your stream now.
2: Perfect. Okay.
0: That's much better. Oh. Uh so yeah, I was gonna say we could either do Wakanda or Like, Defenders? But I don't know. I reorganized the factions earlier and I added in the two new factions.
2: So Kanda has... Kanda's kind of big, isn't it? It's
0: just the four people plus Storm. But we'll just rate Storm with the X-Men because she's new still. Okay. So just four people. We
1: could do that. I like that idea. Also, we're doing. I like that we did a ratings last time, we'll do a ratings this time, the next time we can get, I'd like, break away from it for a second.
0: Yeah, I want to do either offensive numbers next time, or the action stuff that we talked about doing, but never actually completed. Mm-hmm. I just haven't had time to sit down and mess with it. Just
2: uh, to kind of a get us out of the numbers and pass this kind of thing, I think we could quickly go through favorite point characters that we talked about last time.
0: Oh, that's right. We didn't do that last time.
1: Oh, favorite characters at each point level, was that the idea?
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, just favorite, not best. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. And that would be, you are you thinking of like an idea for next time? Or do you want to do it this time?
2: Well, we kind of just did ratings last time, right? Like, we didn't even do uh-huh. anything. You know what, let's, yeah, let's, I agree. I think this. Right. if we
0: do Wakanda, I think this is uh, this will be a good episode because we've got a lot of a decent amount of news. It's it's gonna go quick though. Uh, we've got to talk about some little stuff. I've got a couple from the forums, rulings, and uh favorite characters
2: a comic corner and we'll rate wakanda i think they'll they'll round us out about an hour 20.